0: Hello, listening people. Vitam, everyone. You are listening to Spin Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. My name is Ryan Slavinsky.
1: And I'm Bartek. Will Ryan complain that I'm not saying my last name this time?
0: Yes. The answer is yes, I will complain. Bartek, say your last name for those to prove that you are in fact a person.
1: It's the K A S P R Z. Y-S-Z-A-K, Kaspershark.
0: Of course, and as you can tell, we have interesting names, and that links into why we're called Spin Polish. Likingly, because we're always spitting, and we both happen to be Polish. Is that not right, Bartek?
1: Yes, it is. That is right. So is this a musical
0: episode for you? You're going to sing every
1: everything you say?
0: I'd love to see you do that. No! No! So, we are here to present Unappreciated Masterpieces, which is a a show in which we do audio commentaries for feature length movies that need to be talked about. These are movies that have been forgotten, but not completely forgotten. They're movies that are just lingering in the psyche of the public. They're ones that people know, but not ones that people love as much as they should. We find movies that we believe to be masterpieces. We believe that uh, an important piece of entertainment or art, and we hope, in this show to talk about the intricacies of these movies and the creators and all of the stuff that lead into cr- into a film that we will be talking about. Bartek, what okay. will be the masterpiece that we will be talking about
1: today? Today we are going to do the classic film Jelnica like Oh, um
0: shit. Jelnica Lakeview. Look, I don't speak Polish, which I imagine is what you're speaking, yeah? You're speaking Polish? Do do
1: you want to learn some words? Yeah, sure. Okay, fingernails, paznokce. Okay. So, what are we watching? (laughs) The film that we're watching today, Jelnicza Lakeview, is Lakeview Terrace.
0: So, why is the Polish word before Lakeview? Because...
1: It's it's Polish sentence struck sentence structure. Uh. Like Yeah, you might notice like if you watch a lot of foreign language things, like if you pay attention to words that are like not language exclusive, like names or places, you'll be like, uh let's say the subtitles say uh, Tokyo is a fine place, but the in the Japanese you'll they'll be like talking forever and then they'll mention Tokyo at the end. So it's like, mm. oh the subject is mentioned later in the sentence that it would be in English. You see, this is the intricacy.
0: So we're doing Lakeview Terrace, the two thousand and eight Thriller with Samuel L. Jackson. But we don't always do these alone, do we, Bartek? On the odd occasion, yes, but we are usually joined by a guest. This time we're joined by a special guest. Bart's like, who's our special guest? Correct. I mean, all guests are special. Correct
1: but. me if I'm wrong, but Samuel L. Jackson. The L, if I'm not mistaken, does that stand for Lucas? You're, you're incorrect. Yeah. Am I incorrect? Oh, sorry, I, I went to school with a guy also named Samuel L. Jackson, and his middle name L was Lucas. So um, we're
0: joined by Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs>
1: Uh, the second closest thing to Samuel Jackson, uh, Luke Peverell!
2: Hey guys, it's great to be here on the show for the first time.
0: You've been here many a time. <laughs> it's true, I'm lying.
2: So, Luke is one of our
0: most recurring guests and this is, is sometimes a co-host. Six. six! You know, Sixth, unlucky, because it's not Sold. seven. Um, so Luke Peverell, uh, Yellow. the Italian boy who's also Australian, who's joined us for Kangaroo Jack.
1: Is your first name Lucas? It is not. Okay. It is
0: Luke Free Jones. That's true. Wait, really? Knows
1: no, yet. I don't know. Hey, he said yes, Ryan. Oh
0: well, I'm wrong then. Well, so Luke my Free.
2: outing. We'll figure it out.
0: Luke, <laughs> Luke <laughs> like Free. You're joining us for Lakeview That's Terrace, right. the 2008 movie with Samuel Jackson. Now, before we all get into the movie, including you, the audience, I think we should all discuss our backstory for the movie first. You, the audience.
1: Very yeah, that was good in- That was Very mm. interesting I didn't
0: expect that one mm. About the Ku Klux Klan But yeah, that was really mm. good So <laughs> My backstory with this movie I'll, I'll dive straight in I saw the ads When it was coming out The trailers And I went That looks like an interesting movie And my memory of it which we you can listen back to certain episodes of this show because i've brought back i brought this movie up in certain episodes is completely different to any of the trailers in my memory i remember like samuel jackson's like a cop which is what happens he's a neighbor yeah that happens but for some reason in my brain he in my brain i thought it was like oh the neighbor comes over and asks him for a cup of sugar and he just loses his <laughs> shit <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah th-
1: this, my backstory is our Starsky and Hutch episode, that's what you said, and that's all I knew about it. And it's it's not that at all. What about you, Luke? Well, I honestly thought this was going to be a
2: lighthearted. you know, this means war between neighbors <laughs> and...
1: <laughs> Funny enough, yeah. before, the, before it gets more serious, mm-hmm. the tone is kind of like up in the air.
0: Good. Good, we'll we'll get there, Luke. So, Luke, you hadn't seen it before until we all... I hadn't seen it before. None of us had saw it until we had to do it for this show, because it's been on my list. I'm like, Lakeview Terrace, it's a Samuel Jackson movie where Samuel Jackson, I know, is giving a great performance, and, spoiler alert, he does. And it's a movie that nobody (laughs) talks about. Now, we're about to start this movie, but first off, I want to ask one important question. Do we know who directed this? Um...
2: I do not remember.
1: His name is, like, Laboot or something? And do we know his previous body of work? No, but I've, I've heard that they're very... Is it called Body of Work? I, I heard that... Oh, yeah. I heard that it's a director that Mr. Ebert very much likes. Well,
0: Neil Neil Laboot has directed a... Masterpiece. This is a. Fo- this movie is the literal follow up to this movie. It's a movie he did directly after. He directed a 2006 film starring Nicolas Cage called The Wicker Man. Oh! And not only did he direct it, he wrote it. This one I don't think he wrote. I think he just directed, I do believe. We'll find out in the credits again. But well, this one's also based on a truth. And this one's also produced by Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so, fun fact. So. We're f- watching the movie by the guy who did the Wicker Man. So buckle so, the fuck up. Buckle <laughs> the fuck up because we are gonna start this bad boy. So get your copy of Lakeview Terrace ready because we're gonna start this in three, two, one, play. Last off. So we are beginning this film okay. now. Luke, you mentioned before that you thought this was a light-hearted movie of neighbourhood wars I in sure a did. similar vein <laughs> did to... Did you say
1: light-hearted? Yeah. He yeah. said light-hearted.
0: Oh. <laughs> he thought that this was going to be Bad Neighbours with the Seth Rogen. Yeah, or
2: Christmas with the Cranks.
1: Or, that's or like... Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> We're
0: gonna, we should do that for yeah, the Christmas right. episode this year, Christmas with the Cranks with Tim Allen. I, I like... Now, this
1: movie could have been improved if Tim Allen was the white guy <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that sentiment Luke had because obviously the movie gets more serious as it yeah. goes on. But there is a point, like, early to the middle of the movie where it kind of is a bickering neighbour war Mm. movie. Like, oh, my darn neighbour, I'm going to get you back with my lights. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to enjoy this. That's what I
2: thought, okay, it's like that. (laughs) You know, it, it, Neil the Boot had to make a decision, and He, he had
0: to make a decision, yeah, with yes. wrong glass. It, it was wrong the
1: second glass, second really. best neighbour bickering thing since that one Ren and Stimpy episode now, with Nitwit and Dimwit.
0: I want us to look at the credits, because there's a guy with a name here, Jason. There, there it is. Jason. Jason. <laughs> I noticed that. It was like, who's Jason? J- J-A-I-S-O-H-N. A- it's you the best got, name. Yeah.
1: I got it right, yeah? I think you did. Yeah, it was great. I was going to i say you Wednesday. were wrong, but then I remember... Oh, wait, you did say H. These are H. some pretty good credits. These are great credits. Michael now, spelled with a Y. I mean, the Lynette's
0: spelled with a Y. Now, so, so this is a movie, for those of you who are not familiar... Um, the plotline of this movie is a very interesting one. Uh, it's a movie where an interracial couple, uh, a black woman and a white man, move into a lavish suburb, a Lakeview Terrace, and and their next-door neighbor is uh, a member of the LAPD, and he is a black man, and he's played by Samuel Jackson. And it is a movie about misunderstandings and prejudice, and... Samuel Jackson is the prejudiced one, and he does not approve of their relationship. He doesn't like a black, black person with a white person. He's really against it, so he takes it into his own hands to pretty much try and drive them out of the neighborhood.
1: Most of those elements are from Guess Who? Oh, Good that you brought up the
0: cinematic classic. Guess Who oh, is I'm, Bernie Mac? I almost didn't.
1: You know, it <laughs> was so hard to it was so hard to bring up. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> Tie my hands together. I wish Bernie Mac
2: was still alive. I think he would have taken off. Well, if this movie
0: had Bernie <laughs> Mac in <laughs> it, it would have they had Ashton have had a serious Kutcher. Film. Now, Barto,
1: could you mention the trivia, please, of the um, yes. action? I've read all the trivia on IMDb. This is the only one I. I might remember some others, but this is the one that stuck out to me. Um, what's the name of the white guy in this movie? Like, the actor? Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Patrick Wilson. So be- The whitest name. Oh, yeah. So, before Patrick Wilson was cast in the role of... Was it Michael? Yeah.
3: Chris. Yeah. I think his name's
1: Chris. Before he was As white guy. Before he was cast in the role as White Bread, um, <laughs> they were considering casting... Not only Edward Norton, but Ashton Kutcher, who was the white guy, and guess who? No, the interesting thing about those two performers
0: Mm. is Edward Norton's on one end of the spectrum, and Ashton Kutcher's on the other end. In (laughs) In
2: his own spectrum, I think. (laughs) (laughs) In the punked spectrum, yeah. (laughs) we can kind of see here—he's, you know, he just seems to be the, you know, trying to do well, but he's still quite firm and stern dad. There's nothing sinister about it. He's
1: but. firm, alright. So, so look, did, did this scene surprise you? Because I'm i I'm sure you've heard of this man Samuel Jackson before. Oh you, you walked in with expectations spot. of his character? I did. I <laughs> thought he was gonna be
2: absolutely um uh, you guys seen American Beauty. The yeah, dad, the dad in that. Not not Kevin Spacey, the military dad. That, yeah, like, yeah, that guy. I was expecting that. He's yeah. my
0: favourite part. Mm? But it's like <laughs> Before we actually ask Luke at what point did he realize that this wasn't gonna be a friendly, <laughs> light-hearted neighborhood war, my favorite part of this is it's got Samuel Jackson in it, and Luke thinks light-hearted comedy. <laughs> like, whenever is there a Samuel Jackson movie where it's
2: lighthearted. Aw, oh, you know Attack of the Clones is pretty lighthearted? Uh it has no heart. So yeah, that's pretty light. Alright, it was light. Uh, side of the force. <laughs> but
0: my favorite thing is can you imagine Luke sitting there going? Yeah, well, I've got to do this for the podcast. Oh, it's got Samuel Jackson in it. Oh, it's gonna be a lovely romp. <laughs> At what point did you realise, Luke? My, can I pick a point? Go ahead. In my brain, the point you realise that Samuel Jackson's truly fucking evil, not evil, but like, ooh, is when Patrick Wilson's smoking in his car and he comes over and knocks on his window and tries to m- pretends to mug him. And then gives him that little lesson about like, oh, you may listen to rap, but when you wake up in the morning, you're still white. Yeah. That's the point for me in which we know Samuel Jackson. I mean, if you didn't know that this was not a light-hearted comedy romp, I knew that it wasn't a light-hearted comedy romp, and I knew from the moment we met him that it was not going to be a
2: like a nice guy movie. Yeah. Clearly, you know better than I do. He, he? hasn't
1: smiled yet.
2: No, he did smile.
1: Has <coughs> he yet? Yeah, when he and woke up. <laughs> he, like, did. That like a he smiled. <laughs> that's Samuel Jackson. Um, and if that, if that didn't do it for you, maybe the scene where he's negotiating with that fat guy? No, 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 no that's, that's the first time. See, it's kind of hard to tell with
0: that because in movies like this, those happen a lot where they interact with the criminal and they kind of push him around and be a jerk. You know what I mean? So I can understand if Luke didn't notice then. But like once he's like racist, that's when you kind of go, oh, okay. This Luke, at what point did you realize?
2: Honestly, I think it was when he runs into him at the bar. To be honest, that late. But, I don't know. That that's when I realized that he was absolutely one hundred percent not fucking around. That late Before in that. the game. Oh, well, he said well, not. Look at fucking him now. Look, look at him. He's smiling. <laughs> yeah. No, I knew he was. To, <laughs> to give
1: to give Luke some credit, I think what he's trying to say is that that's the scene where you learned his. Backstory, backstory yes. The reason for yes. why he is how he is Not when he Thank smacked
0: you, his own daughter
1: <sighs>
0: That already happened by then I, know. I, I just love It's like when Bartek watched the movie Annie And it that's, took him that's, like yeah. 35 minutes To realise it wasn't Carrie <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean This is, this is it could have gone Luke, Luke, Luke in his brain is just like this oh, hey, hey, That moment where Samuel Jackson makes that guy Nearly want to pull the trigger on the shotgun To his face light-hearted romp or hey that moment one. where he beat the fuck out of his own daughter in front of the neighbor light-hearted romp
1: Luke have you played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas no I can't say I have no, do I you know not. who the v- the v- main villain of that game is is it Fat Tony no no um, it is uh, officer Frank Tenpenny corrupt police officer who's voiced by Samuel Jackson well, how do you do how do you do it's not the first time when did that game come out Two thousand and three or five. Something oh, like so it's a so prequel to like this. Like to point out that um,
2: Ron Glass, who played Shepherd Book in Firefly, He's is in
0: this as the dead Very cool. I really like the fact that Samuel Jackson was okay with this. How old did you say she is? Like twenty-seven year old yeah, woman. Yeah. Dating like a 65 year old oh, man And then he's like heartbroken That she's oh, actually dating a man her <laughs> own
2: age He's taking it to heart He really M- is Maybe he was What's he drinking? A cup of ice <laughs> Maybe <laughs> There's no water in that
1: <laughs> Samuel did you know Samuel L. Jackson only drinks ice? Yeah He's so cool He's so cool Well it's the coolest sounding beverage Because it sounds like a drug
0: Yeah he's drinking ice Oh and a Prius has mentioned so
1: Bartek awesome. Yeah um,
0: when you watched this movie, you, did you know that it wasn't going to be a light-hearted comedy romp?
1: <laughs> I mean, I knew w- it was a thriller walking in. Yeah. And obviously, o- I knew that he was racist and that he had problems with an interracial couple because that's, like, the information that you gave me when I walked in. Mm. So I knew that... I mean, I, I was expecting it to get wor- uh, more serious, but um, much like we were talking about last episode with uh, The Boy Next Door... There was the scene where it was established that Noah was filming the sex Mm. that he had with J-Lo. And that that made it, like, a premeditated... Okay, he was definitely crazy before he had sex with her, so now we can say that he was a bad guy. Um, With this movie, um, like, I, I was still waiting for that moment where it would be, like, definitely... He is a bad guy, because he did have those moments of... Maybe he's not fucking around, maybe he... And that's what makes a compelling villain, I think. What I liked
0: about this, in comparison to the movie we did previously, The Boy Next Door... In The Boy Next Door, as soon as the plot demands it, he switches from nice, mild-mannered boy to psychopath. In this movie, what I like about it is Samuel Jackson, with his position, as well as a police officer... I think it's very important... That we mention that is the fact that we don't know if he's crazy or not. No. He may just be super into the law and authority, and and he just may be an arsehole, because he's a police officer, and we associate with them with being kind of d- jerks, hmm. you know. And and the thing is, he flips. He he dips in and out of sanity and reason and insanity and and unreasonable. Yeah, it, like a good villain, I think. That's exactly yeah. right. Like he goes from one moment to being like. I don't like you because you're an interracial couple. And then the next moment, he'll be like, hey, you know, that was a bad night for me. I'm sorry, you know, like, I've got a lot of yeah. things going on. And, hey, let's have a beer and try and work this out. Yeah. But then in that beer, when they're having that beer, he'll he, will re- he will release information that's like, I still fucking hate I you. I hate mm. you by concept of, yes. the, of what and you And I'm are. never going to let that go. And yeah. then he's like, but hey, I- I'll be your friend. It's kind of great. And then when we see him on the streets, and in work, and how he takes this mentality, he has this built-in sense of justice, and law and order, and morality, and and masculinity. I think that's very important. And he, he brings that to all aspects of life, to work, to his his home life, to living with his neighbors, all this he treats his kids like they're suspects. He treats these people like they're suspects, and he treats the suspects like that too. It's 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 like
1: he he has no he's not separating switch. his work life from his domestic life. Yeah, he has no, no domestic. Yeah, which is
2: hardly surprising given how militant he runs his house. Yeah, he, exactly. even do- he
1: even does the neighborhood patrols every night. Exactly,
0: yeah. and I think that I appreciate this type of villain because. You have a sense, unlike the boy next door, where they're a complete psychopath and they're getting to the point where they'll kill a dog or something, right? Yeah. You have a feeling that, hey, this person may get away with it. You don't know. Like with the boy next door, with those type of movies, when the psychopath becomes full psychopath, you're like, oh, they're going to get killed yeah. or arrested. In this movie, he's a policeman as well. So there's that extra layer of how far can he go? And will he get caught? And I think that is an interesting dynamic to play. And I love that scene. It's probably my favourite scene later where he slaps the kid and she's, like, you know, uh, in his face and he's like, what are you going to do? Call the cops? Mm. I'll tell you which one's on, on patrol right now. It's just this inter- interesting dynamic. Now, Luke, you're Italian. Yes. So what do you think about racism in this movie?
2: I, th- I think, like, it's very interesting because, like, obviously... um. Black people are very disenfranchised, and racism is still prevalent in America, but he is also a cop, and there is so much to be said about cops abusing their power, so it's like, it's an interesting disconnect, because on one hand, like, socially, he is disadvantaged, mm. he's also a cop, so he wields a tremendous amount of power, so...
0: Yeah, and he's rich! Yeah, he is that too, he lives <laughs> incredibly in Lake incredibly territory. rich. He's, he's... He's white-collar. Yeah,
1: he's and th- this isn't the... F- well, well... This isn't the last time he plays a black man in a situation where, you know, black people would be uh, disadvantaged, but he is sort of on top. Because in a later movie, which uh, uh, Kerry Washington's also in, he plays uh, a guy in charge of a bunch of slaves. Oh, Django Unchained. Django, Django Unchained. Django Unchained.
0: I thought you were going to mention the there's a movie where Samuel Jackson literally plays plays the president of the United States and gets lost in the gets lost in the woods. Like his plane crashes and he gets lost in the woods and he has to fend for himself like an average man, even though he's a president. <laughs> it's actually a neat concept. Uh, I was
1: kinda hoping like, oh is it gonna be a real movie, Ryan? Reveal it? But, no, it's a
0: real movie. Is it? Yeah, I'm not joking. That's a real movie. It came out like two years ago. Samuel L. Jackson plays the president of the United States, his plane crashes in the woods and he has to fend for himself Leonardo DiCaprio style, I guess. <laughs> and there's a kid involved as well. I don't know. Like, It yeah. sounds like an interesting movie. I heard it's not very yeah. good, but I like the concept of like the basically the most powerful Wait, person
1: in the world. You've heard it's not very good? I've heard
0: it's not very good, wow. so it might be great. That's, yeah, I know. Uh, we
1: need to put it on this show. I like the Please idea. Do. How good and is the idea that, that the
0: world's most powerful person, which in our world is the president of the United States, yeah, more like or more or less, than. And they have to fend for themselves. Like, all the powers, yeah. it doesn't
2: matter. They're just a man in the woods. But that's another movie.
0: This movie, yeah. now, this movie is a very interesting one. Now, Bart's like, when you were going through this and you were going through the racist moments of this character, and it's a movie where it takes you a little while to figure out who your main character is. You think it's Samuel Jackson to begin with, maybe, because you're following him. For a good portion of this movie. And yeah, then it it's... switches to Patrick Wilson in this scene, I think, is where Patrick Wilson becomes our main character.
1: They're they like trade they're like trading the places of the mm-hmm. main characters, like these three core characters. But whereas you describe these guys as like protagonists, you would describe him as like a, a villain protagonist, because and you and do him. you do follow him mm-hmm. so heavily. Like yeah. with um with Noah in the last movie and uh and hell, even the other movies we've done this month, the villain is always a faceless... Well, faceless in the sense that you don't see what they're doing all the time. So that Mm. they'll surprise you. They'll suddenly appear in uh, the vice principal's house and shock you and do things. Samuel L. Jackson... We see his process. You see his process. You see him getting blasted at his job. You see him trying to be a parent. You see him... Even at a bachelor party, he's, he's, he's transparent. And you see here, he, was like, he comes off as understanding. He's
2: like, you've been busy. You've got a lot on your mind. And then it slowly turns over into... But
0: he's also still playing the policeman derision. role. Derision, yes. Still playing this policeman mm. role. Like, friendly, he's giving him friendly. shit about this organic cigarette. And, and the, the interesting thing about this movie is, like what you said, there, there are times in which we don't see what Samuel Jackson does, and it makes it more threatening. Because we've seen him do so much. So when there's moments where their heating is tampered with or their car tires are slashed, it's really intense because you know it's him. But at the same time, there's that sense of doubt because you've seen him do everything so far. And those first few incidents uh, are... The, they're the first couple and you don't see him do it so it gives you this hint of oh maybe it's not him but you know it is deep down yeah. you know it is as yeah, the audience even but...
1: though even though some of the cops are like oh you know kids these days mm. they 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 make you miserable for no reason whatsoever and it's kind of like it's clearly him but maybe not it's like as the movie goes on you realize he's kind of petty. Mm. A lot of the things he does is kind of petty.
0: I've got a question for both of you that I, I, I was asking this with my household last night and there was a debate about it. Do you think, now this is just a, a, a visual thing, do you think that Samuel Jackson has a limp or is it just his casual swagger walk? Now I want you to kind of look at it throughout while we watch it to mm. kind of like, you may give me an answer now and be like, no, no, I think it's just a swagger. But I really want you to look at it. For me, I'm convinced that it's a limp. And that's going to really tie into the end of the movie with something I really want to mention about. This is an open question. It's an open question, one we can discover together, because it's one I've now shone a light on. You guys can look at him and go, is he got a limp? Or is it just Samuel Jackson got a casual swagger that he just happens to lean more on that side when he walks? Well, I kind of want to know.
1: I'll confess right now, I have no idea. I haven't mm. paid attention to mm. his walk. Sometimes it's more prominent in
0: other scenes. Sometimes
2: not. Maybe but he got it on the job.
1: Is it is something. it something like how I sometimes walk? Because apparently uh, I have a. You weird... you you'll see, you'll
2: you see you see you got swagger man. You got swagger.
1: So this
0: movie is a hard one to pin down as a genre type. Now this is an it is straight thriller. Yeah, it's straight thriller, but for Luke, it was a comedy.
2: (laughs) It was, up until a point. There are funny moments in
0: it. There are funny moments. Oh, and
2: Luke, you're a writer.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Please tell me that you have your character called Abel Turner, because it's, like, the best name. His first
2: name is completely not symbolic of anything,
1: or significant. Abel is the one who got betrayed. Yeah. And did he not get the...
0: And we've already had David Cross play Kane. Mm, yep. So... <laughs> but the white boss! Was it David
1: Cross? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. In case you don't know, we're talking about Luke. We're talking about the movie Year One. Year uh, One, where year they had one. Kane
0: as one of the main characters, and Abe was played by Paul Rudd. Now, this movie would have benefited from having Ashton Kutcher and Paul Rudd. Now, Paul Rudd could be the angry white neighbor who really <laughs> hates interracial couples and Ashton Kutcher could be with Zoe Saldana. But
2: where does Nicolas Cage fit into everything?
0: Nicolas Cage <laughs> would be the uh the fat white gangster guy <laughs> that, Samuel Jack, that Paul would a Jamaican. <laughs> but he would do it as a Jamaican accent. Now no, this is the very interesting part of the movie now, Luke. I don't know if you noted this down. Uh it really is a great scene for the character development. It was just, this is one well, of the few scenes where you see the kids without the dad. For a while, yeah. And look how they talk with the whole "God's gonna punish you for having a stiffy" kind of thing. Yeah. Now, as like a that. writer, how do you feel uh, about this small moment? How it kind of builds the backs, the background, the backdrop of how Samuel Jackson has raised
2: these kids. I think it's interesting because, like, you know, siblings fight obviously, but these two are, have so far have been together in every single scene, mm. which means that I think subconsciously or not, they've sort of united against their dad.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, they've united against him. They come of an age where they no longer, you know, appreciate his values, which I think we all go through at some point. Oh, yeah. Your values change from what your parents are on some level. Now, when I was watching this, I felt that this movie was really an unappreciated masterpiece. Like I felt like I'm, I was like, why is this not a, a liked movie? I think the pacing's good. I think. The the music is effective, and you know what? Something I really like the the writing in it. Of like we mentioned, Samuel Jackson's character is fascinating. He's flipping and turning. You don't know, and mm. since we spend so much time with him, it's kind of like are we seeing things from his perspective? Because there came a point in which he's tearing this couple apart with his games. Yeah. In which I go, "Fuck these people are a terrible couple. I don't want them together either." You know, she's getting pregnant without consent and all this and this and this. Yeah,
1: it, it kind of reminded you didn't really me... not really make them do that. It kind of did remind me of Guess Who. They're, they're like, that whole thing of... Um, Zoe Saldana was the only one who was insisting that the fact that they were interracial wouldn't matter at all. And then not, it did. not important. But <laughs> despite <laughs> her insistence throughout the whole movie and everyone else being against it, you're kind of thinking, like, she's, she's wrong, but the movie's not really like, making her realise Yeah. She's, like, really adamant about the fact that, no, this doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Now, Luke, you said just a moment ago, Samuel Jackson didn't make them do that. No, no, he didn't make them. But what Samuel Jackson did is he influenced... He shook up their lives enough to cause enough chaos for irrational thoughts. Because what we get from these people is they're very logical people. Yeah. They've got plans. They've got ideas in motion. Mm -hmm. They are... Real kind of people who have schedules for everything. Samuel Jackson shakes up their mentality, thus causing everything spin out of control with their marriage when yeah. you
1: when you started saying all that I was like oh just like Noah in the last movie but then as you, yeah. you as you kept talking it kind of got a bit deeper as it went on like the whole schedule thing mm. Mm.
0: and it's you know and it's not like Samuel Jackson's pointing a gun at them being like yo blah blah, blah do this he's he's playing them subtly like at points they don't even the, 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 you know it's real good they don't even know that they're being played mm. unlike in the previous one, The Boy Next Door she knew that she was being played. This is the intricacy of the writing. You know what's something I really like about this movie? I think it's a real testament is the setting. That it's this fire that's coming closer yeah. and closer and closer. Time goes on. And it reaches towards a climactic end where the fire is right at their doorstep. And that fire is also Samuel Jackson.
2: I'd also yeah. like to point out, like again, much like American Beauty, the film started off with like shots of like suburbia, nothing going on, you know, no fires... Mm.
1: And it's all very peaceful And on the outside it appears fine And then the fire comes to your doorstep I read somewhere that there was symbolism In the the bar scene we mentioned Mm. How apparently in that scene uh, Chris is drinking water Mm. And Samuel Jackson uh, Abel is drinking An alcoholic drink And being like, oh, water puts out fires Whereas alcohol accelerates Yeah, ignites them
0: Spreads them yeah, it's it's a very interesting dynamic that this film's going on. Now, here's the thing that I think is the problem with the movie. There's two problems, I think, make this movie not an appreciated masterpiece. And it's very very intricate problems. The end. Yeah. We'll get to the end. Yeah. But the thing I think about this movie really needed, and I, I, I think this would make this movie 1,000 times better, is the lighting I think the lighting's very plain, very mundane, very mm,
2: much like the suburb.
0: Yeah, I get that on a level. But like a lot of this movie, I'm like, well, this would be a lot greater if it was shot at night, Have yeah. night scenes. But then I'm like, well, logically, your interactions with your neighbors during the day a lot. Mm. And you have scenes like this where it's like, well, the day's just starting or it's ending or like th- these this is the a, a better lit scene, but I feel like the lighting's very gray and very mundane. For a movie that is kind of more gripping and dark and thrilling, I want more contrasting color elements, more shadows, more this and that, a grittier feel through the lighting and, and just general cinematography, I guess. And I think that is stopping this movie.
1: I guess to its credit, though, it does have the moot point contrast of black and white. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> Which is and at the end, an accident. I'm and at sure. the
0: end, they're covered in black from the smoke, of oh, course. He's, he's yeah. in the
1: shadow of the car right now, so he's being and black. And he's shirtless, too, but, but so he pain, shows more the, white. The pain symbolises <laughs> that he can't be black. He really and is white.
0: And in the end, we all bleed red, which is the colour of his shirt, Luke.
2: Oh, I'm sure Neil <gasps> LeBoot was thinking
0: about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, now, Luke... Tell us a bit more about your your experience with this movie, viewing it, you know? Um,
2: about this point of the movie, or
0: just... No, in general, you know? Like, things that you, you weren't expecting, or, like, obviously you weren't expecting a lot because you <laughs> thought it was a different type of movie. Just tell us about your general viewing experience, because I'm very interested to hear more about it, because it is kind of like... You thought this was something completely different.
2: Well, for starters, it's like th- these... When I started to feel like, okay, this is not that funny, it's it's the one on one scenes. Like, there's no, like, funny background event or funny one scene character. It's just always him and him. And that's what makes it unsettling, I think, because it's just. Mm, So, you you
0: needed a McLovin character, basically. (laughs) You you would need. Samuel Jackson's son is, like, an obsessed, crazy sex pervert and is played (laughs) by McLovin. (laughs) And you just never mention why he's white Yeah (laughs) He's just like, and he's gangster as well He's Ah, like, I'm a gangster, yo And got the hat on the side (laughs) I'm cool He's basically his character from (laughs) Kick-Ass
2: I'd also like to point out Patrick Wilson Was in Watchmen, was he not? Yeah, Yeah. I
0: do believe he was the giant Squid monster (laughs) that That
2: uh, Ozymandias oh, so, used at the end. Right. Spoiler alert for the Watchmen that's um, been out Nicolas for decades. Cage must have played uh, Night Owl then.
0: No, Nicolas Cage was not in the feature because it was not
2: directed by Neil LaBute. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Kick-Ass though. He was. It's that <laughs> Batman ripoff.
0: Batman ripoff. He inspired Batman. Really? <laughs> before, before you know, he already he existed. So. so your experience was like you needed more comedy. <laughs> For the comedy aspect of this movie. For the one on
1: one scenes, Ryan.
2: <laughs> no, I was fine without that. I just started to notice you know, this is like, coming in and that's what usually happens with a comedy film. No,
0: nah, but then you realise it was a thriller you, were you thrilled?
2: I was. I like what they call it a thriller when it can just be downright scary or unsettling and it's like I guess I'm thrilled in a sense, but
0: Are you erotically thrilled?
2: Nah. But hey I mean,
0: hey, excuse me, I'll gonna ask that question again. Are you erotically thrilled? Because there's a point where Samuel
2: Jackson takes
0: up his pants in this movie. Well, there was
2: a pool sex scene just now. It was alright, though. It was pretty good. I It, mean, like,
0: it had yeah. Kerry Washington in it. And Kerry I guess Washington, she did done a lot of it. washing.
1: Even the kids uh, watched. Even, Even the kids, the kids, the kids watched. watched. But remember, this film in America was PG-13. Yeah, it has two fucks in it. Yes, I mean, but but technically three. Yeah, but I read this, I read this It wasn't in the context of sex, sex So that, therefore it was It was just gang. in the context of <laughs> fuck you Apparently <laughs> that. apparently, that's how it works Yeah, so it's I can okay say fuck fuck say fuck it, it, as long as it's not really I put it's our,
0: our podcast off Explicit <laughs> For this episode <laughs> Because we're not saying fuck in a sexual manner We'll just say what, it
1: What about when we bring it up, like right now
0: Oh, uh, Like he fucked it real hard in the pussy well, now, Okay, now it's
2: double <laughs> explicit I wonder where that guy went who that fuck guy? He was in this man. movie. He
0: really? played a character in this movie. Actually, you remember that scene where Samuel Jackson is chasing after the guy, and the guy has the gun to his head. Well, in the background, you could see a guy in a black hoodie, and he's just saying
1: "fuck you" right in the pussy. <laughs> it, it was very ahead of its time, since this was 2008.
0: Yeah, it was a couple of memes ago. A <laughs> meme <The laughs> is
2: a unit of time, ladies and gentlemen. The more and know. distance we were only and like distance. 15. And anything really. At this point.
1: Yeah. We were old enough to watch it though. We were at high school. Yeah, like year nine I reckon.
0: No, you're wrong. Thereabouts. It was year eight. <laughs> Two
1: thousand and eight, so it was year nine. No, you're wrong. No, he's wrong. Right. You're wrong about, when, this it was about not, to... when
0: it was being
2: filmed,
1: maybe. There
0: really. you go, I'm right about it again. But not when By the time released. Australia got it, we anyway. were like in high in university. <laughs> so, it was like yesterday.
2: Something I was interested in. Like this is the second time we've seen him squeezing um like dead oil or whatever on his hands to clean it. It's lube. Is it now? Yeah, he's
0: gonna finger her So that he can, Like what when he flicks so?
2: it It'll like slide off
0: Yeah You were saying Luke?
2: I just I found that interesting Cause I At first I was like Is this leading up to something?
0: And it did it? Nah. In a way it
1: did Because when he reveals That he's been smoking it, Like he doesn't have to Hide it anymore
0: But he still keeps hiding it <laughs> Does At the end he? of this the real moral of this movie is smoking smoking's
1: bad. Yeah, it causes wildfires So after like the end scene, Samuel Jackson's dead, it fades to black. It flees sorry, it fades back to him and he's like, smoking kills. And
0: then he has like bullet holes in there smoking out and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> This is kills. I like Patrick Wilson being deliberately
2: um obtuse. He's like, Oh he's your brother? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. At yeah. first,
0: I didn't know if he was playing that seriously, and then it was like, oh, he gave that little <laughs> smile. I'm like, oh, he's yeah. a comedy mo- man now. Yeah, yeah, I like how he does have
1: this little, point quirks, it was a comedy movie. little quirky response, smile-ass responses. Every See, now and then. it's
0: moments like that that kept Luke in the safe zone of it's a comedy. <laughs> like, in the. I can't wait for us to watch This Means War. Ah, and he yes. thinks that it's a serious so, drama. Luke,
1: it will in, be a serious in drama. In the in the yes. latest scene, the the uh, Kerry Washington's father's final scene, and also second, mm-hmm. uh, did that harken your memories back to the days of uh, Lisa and her mother in the room talking about her relationship? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wish you'd been in
1: it more, to be
0: honest. Who the dad? Yeah, wrong I
2: line.
3: really
0: think that this movie could benefited from Samuel Jackson about to punch. Patrick Wilson And then his fist Gets caught Like someone <laughs> A hand comes up And it's The dad The father-in-law And he's just like Who do you think You are And just like police motherfucker, and, like, grabs his own hand back and, like, d- like does a super punch, and then he does a super block, and it becomes, like, a Dragon Ball Z <laughs> fight. <laughs> you know, where I mean, it spans, like, four episodes.
1: And then uh, he gives a lethal blow to the father, but then the father turns out he was just a block of wood all along, and he gets a final kill from behind. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, you're proud of that one. I, can hear. I like that. You think, I like it. So the whole thing, not just one. Bartek, race. did you have a favorite character in this movie? There's not too many to pick. You know from. what?
1: Despite the fact that this is like the forty-fifth episode, and I know how the structure goes, I completely forgot to think about who my favorite character would be.
0: Well, you gotta pick it now.
1: Let's leave it as an open question. Hmm.
0: Who's Bartek's favorite character? Can I take a guess? I think Bartek's favorite character is the. The illumination from Samuel Jackson's sneakers in this particular scene. I thought we were gonna say his,
1: his bald head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you yeah, know, lighting for Samuel Jackson must be a fucking pain in the ass, because <laughs> he's always, he's usually
2: bald in these movies. Yeah. He's just like they could they rub something on his head to make it less gleam? Yeah,
0: didn't you see Patrick had already rubbed it all over his head? <laughs> Now, Samuel Jackson's like motherfucking. Look at his shop. shoes. They're like lighting up. What are? What's wrong with his shoes? I, like, are they lights? Maybe they're cop shoes.
1: You only oh yeah, the old
0: cop, cop shoes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you only like, get them if you're a cop. Like, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. He's on the light side of the force, guys. That's
2: true. It is true. He was in. He was in the Star Wars. Mace did did you read that Samuel L. Jackson's publicly stated he doesn't think Mace Window is dead. He thinks yeah, yeah. You know what happened? He, he
0: got thrown out a window and became a cop. Exactly. And now he's in Lakeview <laughs> Terrace So he's just, same job, different
2: outfit
1: He does look older in this movie It's because he is, he is. Yep. He's an he's older like, Mace Windy
0: Windy? Windy Wendy So so You didn't have a favourite character Now I'm going to say my favourite character in this movie Has to be uh, You know It has to be Samuel Jackson. I Jackson
1: mean, I'm, can you I'm leaning fast? towards him But I'm trying to remember everyone else in the movie
0: Well there's the dad there's the couple. Uh, there's his Samuel Jackson's boss. His kids. His kids. Oh, his partner. His partner is going to become a detective in like two years. It's
1: Latino guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Minetti. Well, uh, yeah. I was about
1: to call him Hernandez, but then I remembered that that's the name of Samuel Jackson as the GTA cops. Part one of his partners was Hernandez.
0: Alright, let's just refer to this as GTA Terrace. <laughs> I would. I would play this. San
1: and. <laughs> Terrace. First,
2: the first mission is to water your lawn. Lake no, the first
1: Terrace. The first cutscene of the game, he's almost home. Samuel Jackson abducts him and throws him out in baller's territory. Oh, no. And then the game's like, here's a bike. At the, end of the, <laughs> at the end of the game, you'll have a casino, but for now you have a bike. <laughs> and off he goes. You have
0: to build your way up.
1: Yeah, th- that game's all about building yourself up. Yeah,
2: see, like. so, looking at him, I... It, at first, it looks like a swagger, but no, it definitely. Is yeah, see, yeah. see,
0: you got you thinking
3: about it. Oh,
1: see, I, I see, I was looking at your beautiful noses, so I wasn't paying attention. Oh, perfect! Yes. Looking
0: at my nosies. Oh, now, this yeah. is a part of the movie that 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 is great the 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 typical dynamic between a man and a woman where he's too selfish to actually tell her what's properly going on yeah. and she just doesn't care enough to ask him more.
1: I guess it would be that whole masculinity
0: thing. It's a masculinity problem how do just leave it to them. that or he wants to look as someone part. who lives at home and must have a masculinity problem, how do you feel <laughs> about the masculinity in this movie? did it, did I've...
2: it empower you? Did it empower me? Or did it devalue you? Well, you only have two examples of masculinity here. And one of them, Patrick Wilson, he hasn't really done anything as yet. And the other is abusing his power, so no.
0: Oh, I thought thought you were going to say Samuel Jackson was the other masculinity. Well, he is,
2: but he's like a bad form of it. I I thought you were going to say...
0: uh, There's more than one masculinity, I mean... I mean, the world is a masculine world. It's all men. She's like the only female character. Other than my actual favorite character, which is the Asian neighbor that uh, has the house party later on in the movie where Samuel Jackson hires the guy. And she opens up the scene with, Oh my, it is so nice that we live here. We have nice black (laughs) cop who saves us from bad people. That's dialogue. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's do I need to read the subtitle.
0: Right? It's something very close to that, where it, she says, We have black cop neighbor, and he's literally standing right there. If that
1: is exactly what she said, I would make her my favorite character. <laughs> she
0: was my favorite character because it's like, Why is she hosting this party? And still <laughs> still She's like there. from another movie, then, because that's her line. Yeah.
1: Also, I, I brought up as a joke when the I brought up the room, but. This is another movie where, apart from Samuel Jackson, mostly about the main character, uh, Chris... You don't see him go to work. No, <laughs> no, because he worked at the
2: supermarket. What would yeah, they yeah. show? Like, he's wearing like, a, like, he a suit. So in, he must in the some kind of administrative in right. the room.
1: No, in the room both Tommy don't was so's away. character Johnny. He says he works at the bank, but you never see him at the bank. And Lisa works at home in the computer business or something. She no, she but, she
0: tried but failed at yeah, the computer business. And,
1: and both of them are similar in this movie like you don't like you don't see them at work Like, and is it actually mentioned what her job is because at one point she had in like, this
0: she's a graphic designer
1: that's what it looked is that actually said no that's what You have to interpret, like.
0: this guy! This guy's Luke!
3: <laughs> uh, is he? Is
0: because <laughs> Where the- oh, he's trying to wow. work his way into to a black girl, but he's doing the Pacific Rim at the moment. And the Pacific Rim? And I'll be, Rim, is and that I'll I'll be honest, no. I'll be no. 1000% honest with you, <laughs> I actually said to my girlfriend, I turned around and went, what does this have to do with the movie Pacific Rim? I thought, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so like, he's working great. Like, his what his does way- it mean? Yeah, it's I was thinking the same thing, like, like, Pacific Rim was years later. Hey, do you like the fact that this... Movie has every couple's in an interracial couple just so Samuel Jackson can be more pissed off about everything. Oh,
3: shit
2: I, I like that. Um, I, I think at this point, Samuel Jackson is trying to see like trying to feel contempt for like the predictable what he probably sees as the white suburban discussion of issues. Oh, uh, you mean, oh, uh, yes, global warming. Yeah, they, Do they go, you go really straight to global warming. <laughs> Samuel Jackson's like, I'm a policeman, motherfucker.
1: I like that. No, I beat they, people up. They never complained about millennials in this movie at least. No,
0: they didn't exist. My favorite line of dialogue is connected to the sequence. Ooh. It's my favorite line. It's Samuel Jackson has this way of delivering lines. It's very casual. You know, like he says things very casually, even yeah. except when he's yelling and being threatening, then it's really precise. But he has this line of dialogue that sounded so... I don't know if you noticed it, Bartek, but it sounded so genuine and honest in a scene in which he was being a cocky asshole, which is he's getting chucked out of this party or he's leaving, and, and Patrick Wilson basically gums up to him and says, hey, I'm not liking this, blah, blah, blah. And Samuel Jackson has a go at him for, like, smoking and that he doesn't belong in the neighborhood, and he's just like, you know, he's just like... And then... Patrick Wilson goes, maybe it's you as the problem, mm. and without skipping a beat, Samuel Jackson has this dumbfounded look on his face <laughs> and goes, but I'm not, but I don't smoke!
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
0: like, it's a cocky answer, but he says it so genuinely, like, like, I don't have a problem! I don't smoke. He's like misinterpreting it's like <laughs> when he saw them
2: kissing and he had that like heartbroken look on his face.
0: Yeah, he's, like like it personally wounds yeah, him. Yeah, right?
3: He's, he's <laughs> gonna you can go...
0: this movie to a man who's really, really confused and sad. You should go to like,
1: therapy just to talk about the things. Oh my god, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god, if you just had a... Th- There's lots of these movies where if only there was a therapist... Or Well, if... we already had the room mentioned. <laughs> You're if, always playing
1: psychologist. If only this was more like... Girl on a, on the train which I saw the other day that had a therapist.
0: Oh, was it played by Samuel Jackson?
1: No, I played with some guy with a beard.
0: So Samuel Jackson, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm hearing. <here. laughs> he is a goatee. But he
1: was he was white.
0: Oh well Samuel Jackson could play anyone. He wasn't B be- Lack.
2: Um the guy in the red shirt is meant to be the token douchebag here. I, I was he
0: really having a hard time figuring out if these were his friends or they lived yeah, like, in the neighborhood. Right?
1: I got a more feeling of friendship. Yeah, that's what, that's what you get. But then again, they did say that they are inviting neighbours. Maybe but, it's all. But then again, again, there aren't that many people at this party. And then
0: again, again, that guy uh, yes. is at the next house party. Why do they invite him? So is he a neighbour?
1: <laughs> are we talking about that guy you're like, oh, this would be you, Luke?
0: Yeah. Mm. I think he's that Asian woman's husband. I don't know. So this is the scene, Luke, where it's like, look, cigarettes are, you yeah. know... Apologizing. Yeah. This yeah. is dialogue of saints, you know. But in front of my wife, that's really not cool. You didn't like that, did you?
1: Uh, well, Ryan, black people know about cool.
0: Yeah. Well, Samuel Jackson already drinks ice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already...
2: oh, he's cool.
1: Cooler than
2: vanilla ice You, you, you realise ca- He came in She's like What do you want to drink He said something cold and wet And yeah, yeah. he didn't actually want to drink he just Something wet
0: Something wet Unlike you know Something dry Here have some sand <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> like,
1: I don't like
2: sand It's coarse no, 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 It's no. irritating no. And it gets everywhere
1: no, He's not He's not, a, a he's not Anakin it, So he'll like it Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I like it It's coarse And it gets everywhere Is that your Samuel
0: Jackson or Billy Dee Williams impression? That
1: was my generic black. Gen- Speaking of uh, Donald
0: Glover is going
2: to be playing. Says
0: who? Like, look, look, he's becoming more, more genuine. Oh, Maybe you're like the one with.
3: Like,
2: I
0: don't oh, smoke. I don't, <laughs> I look
1: at his eyes. He, like, he's dog genuinely
0: eyes. surprised.
1: It's like he leaves and like he cuts <laughs> him and he's like crying. Like,
0: no, no, he's like, no, no, he's just standing there in bewilderment, and he's actually texting his kids about it. Like, Christ? like, honey, I can't believe no, they said that. no, 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 <laughs> smile. My, no, no, I think it's like he cuts back and he's texting his daughter, going, "Honey, why smoke? <laughs> <laughs> like he doubts
1: it. He's like, "Am I crazy? Do I, I actually smoke? dad? Am I the... <laughs>
0: no, am I even a cop? Am I white? am I? <laughs> I Going through an identity crisis. I would win some fuck out of that movie, lake view Identity.
2: Like, <laughs> it turns out Samuel Jackson's just one of nine manifestations of a. It's Fight Club, person. but with Samuel Jackson. And as he's walking away, he
1: turns around. He's like. Popeye,
2: I'm it, cool, right? Except instead of Fight Club, it would be called White Club or something. <laughs> what is that? You the right <laughs> he, he hallucinates
1: that Popeye's next to him. Also, Popeye I like... Chicken or Popeye the Sailor Man? Sailor Man, obviously. I don't know. Also, while you were questioning me, Luke mentioned
0: White Club. White Club? If
1: it was at
2: Fight Club, he would call it White Club.
0: <laughs> yeah, first of all, the White Club is no whites.
1: That's <laughs> oh, an ironic
2: thing.
0: Yeah, oh, it's, whoa, it's whoa. ironic. Is to teach them supremacists a lesson. They've been broken into. They've been... Now, there's lots of scenes of Kerry Washington without a bra. And and some serious nip blasting. Now, not as serious as Snow, Snow Day, Day, but nothing uh, ever will be. <laughs>
2: what about Patrick Wilson's nips? They're on display. Oh, well, he's always shirtless.
0: Okay, this is the type of movie where I shouted at the screen several times don't do that because he's going to piss off Samuel <laughs> Jackson Like when he throws his cigarette butts or when he's running shirtless. i like, don't do that! For some reason I thought Samuel Jackson was going to comment on his shirtless nature but he didn't.
1: But he well, he was jogging and he introduced his kids to him while he was shirtless.
0: Yeah, he's like, kids, this is the hunky next door. <laughs> yep yeah,
1: probably would introduce him like that. Now, what you were just saying,
0: that, and were, act like you, it's fine. were you victim blaming? I'm slut shame. Because <laughs> oh. he's a hunky piece of man meat. No, no,
1: no. Is no. this his partner from earlier?
0: No. no. For one, this guy is too old. <laughs>
2: he is too old. Oh, yes. He is, yeah. Too old to begin the training. He
0: is not Hispanic enough? Or at all? <laughs> uh... Just didn't quite make the grade. Hey, can I ask a question
1: about... Is there a difference between Hispanic and Latino? Yeah, there is. What is yeah! It? Do
2: not ask me to explain it, because I will probably get it wrong. Anyway. Um,
0: you. I like how you like, can I ask a question? And then proceed to ask yeah, you didn't give me the chance a to say no.
1: Well, I, but then you I, would have actually said sure. no, and I couldn't ask the question. But, I'm okay. Sure Latino
2: it means there are some population from the direction of America. Latin Hispanic Latin. is actually just a Spanish background. Okay. Because in different guess, locations though, wrong, of the world. Feel but... free to um,
0: I don't think anyone's gonna write in. I mean, we did get please two French in. listeners the other day. So if you're from France, maybe you know.
2: Bonjour. If I surrender. Friend, if my friend Claudia from Ecuador is listening, please. Feel free she won't to be. Shut up,
0: Brian. Uh, fire. Uh, so, so this is where we really know that Samuel Jackson's in it to win it. Like you know, what I mean, like, he, <laughs> I like he's, he's, he's making story. this a game, and and does Patrick Wilson play the game?
1: Yes. I like how he picks up the cigarette and just like, look at this. And it's Ron. Glass.
0: I'll be really honest. I didn't know that this was the guy from Firefly who plays Shepard. I just went, oh, this old black guy. <laughs> he's really old. Like, he looks like he's 100 years old. Like, if you said to me, ah, oh, Ron Glass is as old as when Glass was Hence, made. as you Hence established
1: earlier and he's the perfect anime character. Oh, yes. <laughs> he's 100 years old, but he can kick ass. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's good. It's good that I set that up without without realizing. Mm-hmm. So this is an integral scene, Luke. Tell us what happens.
2: Well, Ron Glass's character quite neatly illustrates the problem. He, uh, Samuel Jackson, is not only black; he is a police officer. Not only is he black, but he's a police. That was really
0: deceptive when he's like, and there's a whole color issue. Yeah, I know. You thought he was gonna blue. I'm like, Samuel Jackson's not blue. He probably he's not Paul Giamatti and big fat liar. (laughs) He wasn't dyed blue at any point during this movie.
1: Yeah, he's a lot more. Even though they're both businessmen, I think he's more business than Percy Jones.
0: You think who, Samuel Jackson or Ron Glass?
1: I'm talking about Patrick
0: Wilson and Ron glass. Yeah, We're about glass. to have a showdown. So so this movie would have been better if Really, this was a sequel to Guess Who? And Bernie Mac is like accepting them as a couple, and they move in next door to a racist, and some
1: and and Bernie Mac
0: has to try and teach this racist a lesson. No, it'll
1: it'll be like Shrek Four, where Bernie Mac. Uh, oh, it's a time rewritten kind of movie. No, no, in the sense that Bernie Mac is starting to miss his old self, and then he's, like something's prodding him to go back to it. Go back to being a racist. Go back to be having a problem with Zoey race and Ashton. <laughs>
0: And you're like, oh, if only I was a racist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Guess who? If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. If you haven't seen Lakeview Terrace, check it out too. Because this is an intense thrill ride movie. Now, out of all the movies we've done, this one is the furthest from a comedy. I know Luke says it is a comedy. (laughs) This is the most... uh, Probably the darkest movie with a nice painting in the background, Mariette. Beautiful. It is quite a nice painting. And and it's, it's a movie that really is in its element you know it's dealing with the darker side of humanity you know the darker side of man which is in this case prejudice now what i like about this is we do say casually samuel jackson's crazy in this movie he's not crazy is he no, he's... he's just got a warped perception
1: yeah i was gonna say disturbed but warped is better
0: warped he's not like This guy needs to be in a mental home unlike uh, the boy next door.
2: Like you know how he has his own neighbourhood patrol and earlier he was talking about how he he knows things about his neighbours and stuff. I think he's kind of taken on this mentality of like neighbourhood protector. Yeah,
0: and being a cop, you would imagine he sees a lot of stuff. I think he's just grown and losing his wife in the way right. that he did. He's just grown
1: bitter. See now, well, this. Uh, for his mental health. This part right here is where I could give you some slack, Luke, on the whole comedy bit. Yeah, Because right? this is this is where they start getting that whole bickering neighbors. <laughs> and Samuel
0: Jackson appreciates it. Like, is like he's like, ha, huh, that's good,
1: very good. He, he got me.
0: Does Samuel Jackson actually have an arm tattoo or is this like a fake yeah, one they that? put in the movie? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is it?
2: No, it's probably a sticker. I'm not sure. It's a sticker?
0: <laughs> it's a they sticker. stuck a sticker on <laughs> Samuel Jackson and went, here you go. Well I find he's great about this scene too. All these scenes are great. They're real character building. We find out Samuel Jackson, you like, yeah, he's pretty old to be like a cop on the on the beat. Yeah, beat cop. He why isn't he like a high ranking pen pusher or detective or whatever it's just because he simply loves the job he loves being this kind of guy being a detective, being all that would give him power but in a different sense he likes having this power he loves it, to the point in which he's made himself in this position, like he could he should be a higher ranking police officer by now, he's been working for, he had 28 years later on in the movie, or something like that yeah, yeah he should already be like a boss, but instead he's just like a grunt on the ground. You know what I mean? He's just a sergeant. Yeah, well, this guy right,
1: should about... LA. <laughs> yeah, like this it, right here should be sheriff for LA. like this one right here. I just don't love the job the way you do. Yeah. Samuel Jackson loves his job, which is interesting.
0: Does anyone love the way Samuel Jackson loves? Which I imagine would be hard and fast.
2: Oh, you mean make love? Oh. Any kind. I saw this. I thought he said laughs for a second. Dizzy like, laughs hard he laugh. and fast. Nah, yeah. <laughs> sure
0: oh, can we just stop for a moment? That was a weird. Laugh. Can we stop for a moment? This guy's my favorite character too. This, this guy moment, holding I'm the exactly cigarette. Back, yeah. He says the name of the tenant like he's not sure, but he's also sure about it. Like, yeah, he's like really sure. He says, there it is, and they're like, what's his name, and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, Damon Richards. But he says it, like, really sure, but not really sure about it at the same time. He says it, like... Damon Richards, like, I mean, he says it like kind of more he's confidently, and it's confident says, of one of He's probably names. he's probably high on goofballs. Yeah. Yeah. All these pepped up on goofballs like on these players. vehicles. Yeah. There they, could be a getaway scene. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they Samuel don't use Jackson, the bikes; so they use the little. If it was using Wickerman logic, Samuel Jackson would pull out his gun and be like, "Get off the bike!" and then kick a small child well, off like a, well, no, a, a, a tricycle.
1: Well, no, we we've already established that. that Samuel Jackson's a Dragon Ball Z character, so you know he'd pull out his gun. He'd shoot it do an, He'd do a Kamehameha He'd quickly jump on top of the bullet And he will travel like that You would do a Kamehameha wave I love this yeah, woman yeah, just a lady with another <laughs> This cigarette.
0: woman's just this... like What's happening? Hanging Why are up. they shooting a movie on my block?
2: You'd <laughs> be like in Birdman Is this a movie or is this real? <laughs> it's
0: a movie You fucking people <laughs> are the worst I hate you Sam Jackson Oh boy Uh-oh. This is when you have the right to kill a man Because he shot at it, There's a
1: baby that we never oh, see. There he goes. Wait a second. Is this an interracial couple? No, they're both black. So this is the only non-interracial couple that currently exists.
0: And it's an abusive one as well. Oh,
1: so I so guess I guess, saying... guess interracial is the way to go. I, I guess I don't know. Like, because look, he was in a non-interracial couple, <laughs> and she's gone. She I went. She think... went for an interracial affair. But
2: are you I think, trying I think to socioeconomic say? dynamics are probably more accurate <laughs> in determining. Luke, sort of can
0: you can you uh, uh, confirm uh, Bartek's theory that the blacks and whites and the Asians should all mix together and they should not keep within their own race? <laughs>
2: oh, as soon as we're back in the fifties, I'll give you my answer. Fifties, the forties.
1: Also, notice how you never see this... Kerry Washington's father's wife. <gasps> Uh, he's got really white hair, so who knows? Mm. Interracial colour play? <laughs> Interracial. Inter- 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 Sorry, intercolour inter- 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 Did you mean in- interhacial? Inter- inter- what? Hacial. Because inter- <laughs> his hair is white. No, uh, I guess. So. What's haacial? Oh. Hair and
2: racial. Put him down.
1: Oh, it's a nice compound word. It's Not compound, we- mix of words. Compound? Look in my eyes. Compound is two words coming to word. I don't know if parts count as compound. Yes. Maybe, maybe it does. Let's
2: go with compound.
1: Fun ball. There we go. That's one word.
2: <laughs> this is probably something that um what was his character's name in Pulp Fiction? Jules. Jules. This is what Jules would have done, I think.
0: This is a movie where you believe that any character Samuel Jackson played could be this character. Cause mm. Samuel Jackson has a very unique style of performance where you could be like, oh, he's not really trying too hard, but he is. He's always giving it his all Sam Jackson, you know? Like he's always pushing mm. himself. And like this scene here, like he's like you know, be gentle. Like why? But it's because, gets it in yes. this little pause where he's like, "Man, I I might have went too far there."
1: Mm. You know, like well, again, the guy he was assault—well, not assaulting the uh, man. Nice anime. Mm. <laughs> the guy he was manhandling was in a non-interracial couple. So. Did you
0: know that Kerry Washington does hentai in this movie? Does she,
1: what? <laughs> I guess really? we're about to find out. Well, didn't you see a little artworks there? Which one on the screen? Yes. You mean like just normal people standing? The
0: anime style. Drawings. I'm more
1: Western-inspired anime style.
0: So. Oh, Barzak, yeah. thank you. I didn't mean that she actually literally drew tentacle pawns. <laughs> Luke, bring this all together. Sing us an anime opening. Yeah, what's your favourite anime, Luke?
2: Uh, is Pokemon an anime?
0: Uh, you should have chosen Black... Uh, what was it? Black... Uh, no, Afro Samurai with Samuel Jackson, which is an actual anime. Yeah,
1: probably. Alright, sing the Japanese Pokemon opening.
0: Go, Luke! I think he goes... i, I try not it. to be racist
2: about it. I don't know
1: It's no... It. I don't know the words.
0: Sing in Polish.
1: Oh, did they actually do- I should look that up when I go
0: home. Oh, okay. Luke Bartek doesn't even know anything about Poland now. I guess I do.
2: Let's hear some more interesting interracial dynamics.
0: Hey. Hey, they're both black?
2: No, they're just talking about it at school.
0: Oh, sister and sister this, but they spelled sister E-R. They should have said... They should have spelled it A-H.
1: Or just a. A-H. She should call no, it One-chan. Huh? She should call it One-chan. Is
0: that Polish for brother?
1: That's Japanese for older sister. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, you know Japanese now. What's the name of this movie in Japanese? I don't know. I thought you knew. No. Did you know Bartek can speak seven languages? Really? All of them rubbish? <laughs> everyone, all all everyone of them fluent easy. though.
1: All of them fluent. He said so you bar. can speak fluently in Japanese. Fluent rubbish though. Rubbish Japanese. <laughs> the rubbish.
0: This is a great part of the movie where it's like who's Beyonce?
1: Well, Destiny's Child specifically. Yeah. Yeah, but, but Beyonce's singing it. It's interesting. It it like plays with that whole dynamic oh, of he doesn't want her to here listen to things. We go. He's very nineteen eighty four. But without all the characters. This came really out in two thousand and eight. Double plus ungood. Yeah, he's inspired by nineteen eighty four. Which is the year that Vice City Stories are set in more GTA.
0: But that's not the one he was in.
1: I know. That one is set like eight years before that one. Oh, shit. Also, another connection. Both of them he plays a corrupt (laughs) cop, and they die at the end. Here we go with a great facial expression. Now, this is the
0: scene. Now, I don't care what you say. I'll fight you all to the death. This is the greatest scene in the movie. On our page, I would just edit this scene and just put it on there and go, Watch Lakeview Terrace. Because this is the scene where Samuel Jackson gives us the most Samuel Jackson performance of his career. Where he's like, no rules, huh? And just starts like undressing. Now, Luke, were you praying to see some Samuel Jackson dick?
2: Not really, no. I was kind of hoping that this situation would diffuse. And it did you mean
0: not. erect?
2: <laughs> you say so.
0: Luke, how could you not want to see Samuel Jackson's L? I
2: don't know. Somehow.
0: Samuel L. Jackson. He's long? <laughs> because an L is like a penis. It's just a line.
1: I would have thought a D would be...
0: Hey, he doesn't have a D in his name, does he? It's Sa- not Samuel L. D. Jackson. Well, it's Sam Duell. Penchible. Look, he's taking it off. Now, were you disappointed, Bartek, that you didn't see his erection?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I got over it really quickly. You just wanked I off. I like to him the trying to use, like... This Whoa, is like there it is. He's actually gangster. got one. You know he's trying to be hip, or and
0: then he's like really intense about it, but not me. I love this. It's a double standard, huh? <laughs> it's hypocrisy. Like, and he says it so genuinely as well. Like, I reckon you could recut this movie to a movie about a genuine man. Like, remove all the surly, sarcastic moments from Samuel Jackson, and just have this recut thriller where it's like he's very, very genuine about everything. He's like, "Well, I don't smoke."
1: <laughs> need I remind you that the very f- one of the very Damn, first things we see in this movie. Is uh, him praying? Oh yeah,
0: but he's a Christian man. We've already established yes. that they're Christians. Well, that doesn't maybe
1: maybe he and the part God, of the righteous man, and all that. Maybe he and God are you know pretty close. Maybe they're really good friends. Maybe God maybe more than friends.
0: Morgan Freeman should have been in this movie. I agree, because <laughs> he played. How God. old is Morgan Freeman now? Uh, I don't know. How Twelve? old is Samuel Jackson? Twelve.
2: Twelve
1: hundred. <laughs>
0: he's the same age as Samuel Jackson. Ageless.
1: He had like a. 1200, is it like Mystical Genie or something?
0: Yeah. You know, in movies like this, this is where I go, you know, actually, give me that phone, I will call the cops.
1: Yeah, and then here we see the essential
2: Like,
0: there's so many times in which I feel like phoning the cops is a viable option. Mm, Like, all
2: of the times. Generally speaking, cops will close ranks if one of their number is, uh... Yeah. Well, remember, he's a grunt.
1: Now so. I thought she
0: was a pussy. I thought, oh, that made you throw up? What a weakling. And then my girlfriend's like, oh, she's obviously pregnant, Ryan. I'm like, oh, no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe. I mean, you know how many women got pregnant when Samuel Jackson took off his pants? Three. One. Her name's Kerry Washington. <laughs>
1: Man, props to Rachel. I didn't actually think of that. Uh, what, that she got pregnant from... Well, from we, so find- to take off his clothes we find that out one about scene? her pregnancy way later, though. We find out about it, like, in two scenes. We find out about, it like, the one hour mark. I remember that because at that point, my, uh, my, uh-huh. my mama walked into the room and I... Is that
0: Polish for mum?
1: I think so. Uh, oh, I thought you
0: said you speak fluent.
1: Well, rubbish Polish.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: It is. Um, she walked into the room at the one hour mark. I paused it to, like, say something to her. Then I resumed it. I'm like, wow, I'm in... Hour in, I'm barely halfway. It feels like the movie's been going on for so long. Like, there's a lot more to this movie, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Because we are still, we're like getting out of that petty neighborhood part of the movie. We, we're getting more serial. Serial, mm. the podcast beings. about murders. No, no, super serial. Remember, rubbish English.
0: Oh, you do rubbish.
1: You're rubbish. It's, I'm, I'm very much inspired by the Man Bear Pig episode of
0: Welcome to Spit and Polish Presents, the episode in which this movie's so good that we're just relaxed enough to speak rubbish English the whole episode. No, not me. No, I speak trash. I, I am Luke speaks garbage.
1: That's good. Yeah, so I'm good. rubbish, you're trash, you're Yeah, garbage.
0: you know, Italian's garbage. Can Cabbage. you speak
1: Italian?
2: No.
0: Can you try
1: Say, mi chiamo. I know the say, stuff that just about anyone
2: Say
0: would one word. And po- say one word. Prego. Is that pizza? No, no
1: me- that's, you're welcome. <laughs> no, it's slang for pregnant.
0: Oh, she's the prego. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: What's I the Italian it. word
1: for chow? I
2: don't, like food? <laughs> 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 good one. I'm very proud of you, Luke. You. I am too. I, I, I love how
1: to the next no.
2: watching them. What happens if someone's. He what happens so so if we Oh, he'd just be like, oh, hey, just came over to check my life. Hey, I'm just wanking. Furiously, I'm <laughs> like, what
0: Like, look at this. He's looking at the camera. <laughs> he I can't really see think, his hands. You really think that you could recut this movie about an Alzheimer's patient that lives next door? And he's like, I smoke? <laughs> like, I don't know. And, like, when this scene happens, where it's like, you're so different, it's like, yeah, ever since he got diagnosed.
1: <laughs> Oh, is this the last time we see the kids?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, I think so, you know? He never does get to solve the issue with his daughter.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Luke was throwing up. That's true. Luke's pregnant,
0: pregnant, guys. He is what we call in the industry, ciao.
1: No, prego. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be.
0: Isn't that a type of pasta? Um, no, it's Legos, yeah?
1: I don't know. Legos Danish Ryan.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. So, so this, this, this movie now. Luke, who is your favorite character? Did you stay? there with Sam Jackson? Nah. I think nah.
2: Kerry Washington is my favorite. character.
0: Is it because she's hot and has some serious nip blast action? Nah. You can be honest, Luke. No one's gonna judge you on the podcast.
1: Luke prefers inverted nipples, right? Luke's
0: an inverted nipple man, like Bartek. I mean, you
1: know. well, I am.
0: That's your superhero name, inverted I, nipple man. Like go ahead, blow wind at my
2: chest. It won't do anything. I, I like Sam so Jackson I go... here saying, "I'm fine. I've
1: always been different. I've never been better." It's like, <laughs> yeah. What is it? What about when your wife was with you?
0: Now, yeah, he's always been different. When has I mean, hasn't no, I mean he? he's old. He's so never been better. Your favorite character is inverted nipple girl, huh? Good. And but Bartek- i character say, I already said Sam Jackson, motherfucker. And I also mentioned the. uh... Who did I mention? The Asian lady. Oh, the Asian lady that we're yet to meet. <laughs> she's so... Well, we might have met her. I'm just racist. She's so good. Bartek, you still haven't picked one. It's an open question. I'm
1: waiting for her to appear. You're waiting because to make the she, right decision. If her dialogue is exactly what you said, then I... And she
0: says it with an Asian accent, that thick Asian accent. Where she's like, oh, we have black cop on street. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> It's kind of like, who wrote this? Woody Allen? I mean, jeez. But Bartek... That's me. Was there a favourite scene? Do you agree the scene where Sammy Jackson takes off his pants and impregnates the
1: audience is the best scene? Uh, Well, it was a very intense scene, and it was pretty much... The climactic moment of his daughter's uh, involvement in the movie. No, it's the last time we see it, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why by default it's her climactic moment because she gets strike slapped. She gets both. So she gets both. striked
0: as in strike bowling alley, and slapped as in like slapped, physically beaten. Yeah, Thank I got. Last, <laughs> last hey, Luke. week, yeah. shut up. <laughs> uh,
1: last week I got like five strikes in a row, but the bad news is it was check and bowling.
0: Oh, though is that your mum beats you? That sounds like you? good
1: news, but <laughs> Yeah, it was good. I got a trophy you for getting get a turkey a perfect game. Um, some serious net yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation trophy. PlayStation trophy, I should say, not like a real trophy. Ah. So here's Here Sam are.
0: Jackson looking mournful. Hey, does Sam Jackson remind you of someone who looks like a human version of a dog?
2: Sorry, repeat the question.
0: You know how some people look like animals? I think Sam Jackson looks like a dog. What kind of dog? A sad dog. An old, sad dog. Yeah, kind of like, you know, what's the ones with the big floppy ears? Ah, Bartek? I don't know,
1: dogs? Jack Russell? I don't
0: know. Dog expert, but we're cutting over from Spin (laughs) Polish to Dog expert Bartek. (laughs) Hello, I will read out
1: my notes about the dogs. Let's see, uh,. All oh, right, I don't know how dogs work exactly. But <laughs> I uh, I think the dogs with the ears would be the uh, king something terriers.
0: Oh, so Sam Jackson's a king, all right, a king in yes. the bedroom and the king, king on the
2: screen. He's a king window terrier. This is interesting because he's like he's trying to justify himself much the same way he would justify himself to um a Patrick dog or expert other dude. And, yeah but and um it's not working because
0: they're professional they He's
1: misunderstood so dog expert Bartek. Oh, yes
2: but
0: what's your favorite dog
1: my favorite dog it is a uh, uh, my father in Poland has two dogs and which one's your favorite uh, they they're the same breed they're Elmo and Lola I didn't know there was a breed of dog called no, Elmo they and are mother. the king Something te- Spaniel.
0: Oh, Spaniel now, huh? King
1: something Spaniel. I like to say Ah, my
0: favourite dog type. King something Spaniel. But
1: but, but he also has a little uh, Russian grey cat. A Russian blue cat. Yeah, I'm but sorry. cats
0: suck, isn't that right? Because you're a dog expert.
1: <laughs> and he goes meow and he likes to sleep.
0: Why are you giving us more information about cats than dogs, dog expert?
1: Because I don't know how dogs work. <laughs> well...
0: They bark and poop and wee. And that's about the end of dogs, really. I think there's nothing... Oh, they fetch stuff if you meow,
1: throw something... Meow, I like the Neko-chan.
2: <laughs> that is a cat, unless I'm much mistaken.
0: Bartek, the cat expert. Did I say meow, meow? I mean, you, have have meow, least, meow. you have to have at least
2: one of these, like, in a really tense situation. And the guy who's making it tense laughs. laughs and then it becomes tense again. Okay. Are
0: you talking about
1: the movie or me? No, no yeah, yeah.
0: we have this scene right now. You guys make something <laughs> tense and I'll laugh.
1: Luke, um... I, she's got cancer. It's cancer. I, I I, didn't want to believe it, but it was cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I cried too. I cried uh, too. Bartek, uh, you're a funny guy. That's why I'm going to kill you last What is this, Commando? Uh, Yes. Are you Schwarzenegger? (laughs) He's not Italian, he's Austrian. You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. I must break you. That was a Rocky reference. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it's one of my favorite lines. I will break you now. But my favorite line from Rocky 4 is Whatever he hits... He
0: destroys. My favorite Rocky movie is, I do believe, the classic. I know it's going away from unappreciated <laughs> bathroom, but this is unappreciated. Oh, it's all We might do a Rocky movie. It's clearly Rocky 3, the one with Mr. T. <laughs> you remember that?
1: Oh, Jono, that's one of, I think that's Jono's. And he's favorite.
0: standing outside the courthouse, and Rocky's there with, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the chick. Adrian. Adrian. And he goes to Rocky, he's like, bad about the Rocky, go, Rocky, I'm going to beat you in the <laughs> ring. And then he goes, Yo, woman! <laughs> that's when he, thats oh. when Rocky loses his shit when he's hitting on his girlfriend in front of him. Like, Mr. 2's like, "Yo, woman, wanna piece of this sex?" Rocky, stuff? Rocky Three the one I'm least familiar.
1: That's, an oh, that's, that's an angle. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: angle. she's checking her phone with a with her with her pregnant vagina. Luke, that's how they give birth out of there.
2: A question, Out right? If you had
0: a bachelor party, well, what kind of bachelor party would you have? A Samuel Jackson type bachelor party, in which I get my annoyed neighbor and pin him down, record the incident for no apparent um, reason, because it's very obvious that he didn't want it. I would have a bachelor of
2: arts
1: party. Nice,
0: so no one would turn up.
1: Everyone would turn up. And we're going to talk about It looks like he's not like knocking on the door, though. It just looks, like, it looks like he was just... jerking the doors of imaginary yeah, right? ding-dong. If there was a ding-dong on the front door, he'd be If, if it was a doorbell, doorbell saying... it would make sense. Yeah. Are you saying that he was jerking off a big brown thing? Trying to get hammered,
0: asshole. Yeah. yeah, asshole. So, so this this is a movie where, as you can tell, we haven't got too much to say about it because the movie is really self-explanatory. We've, to be
1: fair, we've said a lot in the early parts of this episode. But said nothing.
0: We haven't even dug deep into the Samuel Jackson lair. Well,
1: someone's already dug pretty deep into this movie. His name is Mr. Ebert.
0: Oh, do tell me. About the antagonist, Roger Ebert. Yes. What Roger finally died, Ebert, had to say about this. Yes. Uh,
1: Luke, um, Roger Ebert gives uh, reviews out of four. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much do you think he gave this movie out of four? Four? Yes, actually. He there gave it four go. out of four. He gave it full marks. He is a Democrat. He, uh, Which I'm guessing is
2: cause for derision.
1: No, well, you find out Samuel Jackson's a Trump supporter. What you were saying? Uh, um, his review... It wasn't as funny as the Race to Witch Mountain one. He, he talked... He, he really dug deep into this movie. He he was analysing all these moments of uh, vagueness. Like, questions that are unanswered. Things that you you wouldn't... You can't find an answer to. Hence why I said unanswered. Like, um... Samuel Jackson's backstory, things like did she actually forget to take her pills? Uh, I, it's been a while since I've read it and it's basically just pointing out all the moments in the movie that are unexplained, that are unexplained, that there's vagueness too, like that can be interpreted in two different ways. Open and... Yeah, if you were to look it up right now, I'm sure it would actually bring up things we could talk about, but no. And now we have some...
0: What did Roger Ebert say? Let's type it in.
1: Oh, here it is. I like this movie. Butte's always fantastic movies. I like how Samuel Jackson says,
2: saying one thing and meaning another is a Berkeley thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just specific to that university.
1: Yeah, well,
0: it's only a Berkeley thing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's Here's another piece of Roger Ebert uh, uh, review here.
1: I like the stripper scene. It gave me a stiffy, just like Marcus in the earlier part of the movie where he watched the pool scene. It uh, gave
0: me an erection, or as I like to name my penis when it goes hard, a siskel.
1: My penis (laughs) got very hard. Now some of you might be saying, why did I say this three times? It's Uh, because
0: rules of three matter in these types of moments of writing. I'm not a robot at all. Yes.
2: Imagine if his wife knew about this.
0: Who?
1: Patrick Wilson's. Oh, I thought you meant Roger Ebert's. Well, she no, does, Roger, Roger she does find... No, she's dead. Um, <laughs> is thank she? You. she? Wait, is sorry, what did we say? Is his wife dead? Roger, Roger Ebert. Ebert. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said Roger Ebert. Roger
0: Ebert wasn't married. He was only married to one man, and that was
1: Cisco, <laughs> Who died in the 90s. Um, Luke, she does find out about this. And Literally the next scene. And wow. she's disgusted. Is this With Samuel Jackson. Now, look, you haven't mentioned this episode, but you said that you didn't get to see the end of the movie.
0: Oh, but he read about the end. Because Luke had to rush out to be a serious actor. That's right. Look, when Luke's I... acting in a stage production version of Lakeview Terrace, where Luke is playing Patrick Wilson, the so... actor. It's like about the behind the scenes of Lakeview Terrace, yeah, and true. Samuel so... Jackson's being played by Bartek. And I'm playing, uh, I'm playing the Asian (laughs) neighbor. It's going to be great. Um, Book your
2: tickets.
0: Book your tickets now. It's called...
2: It's called uh, Lakeview Terrace, live in New York. Can I just say that's one of the best lines of the movie? Break them titties out on the- <laughs> Come, baby. <laughs> and he said it with a D as well. Yeah. Diddies. 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 <laughs> Where's my goddamn
0: diddy? No, I don't... Bart's like I'm... You know what? Actually, Bartzik, like, I'm ashamed of you. What? Because I thought you were going to turn around and be like, what, diddy Kong? And just give oh, you, give me, like... Mario Kart references and shit like that, but instead
1: you went with I'd... P. Diddy. Hey,
0: oh, get out of here,
1: Bartek! Ryan, you're no longer going to play Sam Jackson Ryan, in the stage you version. You shut the fuck up and do not, you know, misinterpret me. I would make Donkey Kong 64 references.
0: <laughs> That's oh, what we Bartek, call breaking funny... tension. God yeah I think <laughs> said <that's all> right. <laughs> Did he actually
1: is My favourite character Of players In Donkey Kong Well you're has...
0: a Fucking idiot But you know Ryan He has million? the cartwheel
1: attack About Bartek Can I just ask this though Do you but remember about the Donkey Kong
2: rap
0: of course I do. Take it Can away. we sing the Babar song? here we go. So we're finally here. Dude, dude, we can't but sing it. There's, there's, all be all you, there's, there's gonna be copyright. There's gonna be copyright. No, the
1: words that no you can dude. Join you stop. stop put your there's copyright issues. Right, if right no, around. no, no, If you the, the, want to crack, Kong? if you want to crap, mm.
2: as we take you, you through no. this
0: monkey clap.
1: The Bartek clap. clap.
0: This episode's not gonna be released because the Nintendo is gonna anally rape us with their GameCube.
1: Hey. Oh my God! They're gonna beat okay. us to death with all the Game okay. Cubes okay. that they can't bury. Hold on, Ryan. Right. Oh, Back no. to the movie. Hold on, hold on, in all seriousness, can I say something? No. Walnuts, peanuts, oh, pineapple smells. no! Snails, we can't air though. this episode because Nintendo okay. is gonna okay. get Mario accidentally... to beat us no, to death. No, it's okay. I, I said lakes instead of grapes. Oh no! So what happened? I wasn't. Oh, okay. did she watch the video? So the fire's no. getting closer. The
0: fire's getting. Oh no! Look, this is where she gets the video.
1: The fire is getting closer. To so her loins, and there's a there's a there's a, a kiss mark on the oh. disc from Samuel Jackson, <laughs>
0: put lipstick on, it, and a, he did it himself because should,
1: he couldn't did, get this the, the obvious. Oh, we should have asked Rodgery, e, but who did the kiss mark? And he'd be like, it that's was my big good thing.
0: friend, The Rock. Johnson, oh, yes. and he sent Rock, me food in the mail one time, and was I it, was it
1: Dwayne though, or a different Rock Johnson? It was just the
0: Rock Johnson because okay. he's a porn actor. Okay. Roger even knows a lot of porn actors. I feel oh, look, there's the kissy mark. It's it's actually not a, lips from the face. Yeah, I
1: got another look at it. And I'm like, actually, that doesn't really look like a generic lips. It's three o'clock in the
0: morning, and those titties. Oh, sorry, ditties were tittish. not out. <laughs> I like her glasses. It reminds me of a they... kid trying to look like a grown up.
2: Yeah, a little bit.
0: You know what I mean? You know what I mean by that? Like if income. she was uh wearing big girl clothes, like too big for her, like well, this kind of is. Oh, like, um,
1: like the... Is that a little girl character from Rockin' Bowling* Winkle? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a little girl playing a gray woman. How cool would it be... How weird would it be if Samuel Jackson had more of a problem with them being an interracial couple than him dating, like, him married to an eight-year-old girl? Like,
1: hey, she's the same race as me. Now, Luke, Holy did you shit. get this far? Um, yeah, no. about this.
0: okay. W- what point did you say to yourself, this is not a company"? Oh, by this point, Mark, this is not
1: comedy. <laughs> this We haven't
0: had the bar scene yet.
1: But... This is the part where he's chopping yeah. down the trees and like jamming the chainsaw against Yeah, him. where
2: he's like literally... But
0: it's this... like the most bickery part of the movie. I like how he can
2: afford to spend all his
1: money on trees.
0: Well, he works at the supermarket.
2: Oh,
1: a, <laughs> that's right. That other thing <laughs> of this movie... This is their starter home. Well, look. Hell, look at this stuff. They're home.
0: rich. They're rich suburbanites. You know, they they can have a starter. Home. In do you live there, Luke? No. Do you have a mansion built over your other no, Ryan, mansion? It was just a dog
2: house. Yeah. It was his kennel. Well, you it see, was his dog's kennel. You could call it a doghouse, but I call it a mansion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Luke Luke oh. is incredibly rich for I'm those of you who rich. are not into the well. well, okay. Who lives at home? I do. There you go. Luke's incredibly rich, and uh, you know he has a house that's built on top of the dreams of others. And and in that house, it has a spiral staircase to hope, and it just keeps going. You can never reach. <laughs> reach Someone tried Richard. once,
2: and his bones rained down on us one day. Yeah. Yes, never got him wasn't pleasant.
0: Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you cat break your flaps? No, uh, this this is more also, of an episode of the background it. of the people talking no, than no. the actual movie. <laughs> what did Ryan do yesterday? Good question. I watched Lakeview Terrace. Actually, let's no, step I. back for a moment. I woke. I room. woke up. And then I got up out of bed and I said to myself, Ryan, you've got to watch Lakeview Terrace. And not only you got to watch it for yourself, because I'm really excited. I was really excited to watch this movie. So far,
1: it's the exact same as me.
0: I was excited. This was probably one of the movies during this October month I was the most excited for because I knew little about it. Yes. Yeah, but same. also, it, I knew it had opportunities for us. And I, I think it has. Yeah, and same. And I woke up and I said to myself, Ryan, What are you going to do with this beating heart erection right now that we all wake up with as men? And I I grabbed it and I said, beat it off to the idea of this movie. And it was worth it because you know what happened? This movie was more satisfying than a wank. Really? Put that on the poster. I think that is probably one of the best reviews. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Luke? Did you
2: beat off to this? Nah, but I beat it off afterwards. Did
1: you? Afterwards, (laughs) he's an afterman. Did you actually beat someone up instead? (laughs) Shut it off, my ass
2: throws a branch. (laughs) Hey, hey, this is the most white people problem ever. Like yeah. You
0: got your branches over my fence. I'm see, going to stab actually, you with a branches. This could actually be a funny scene if it wasn't. It so was serious. funny. Did
1: you not see the bit where
2: he grabs a rake?
1: This scene is funny <laughs> because later it's established that Get this him. scene is set on the day of his wife's death. Bloody hell, no, he's actually trying to attack him with a chainsaw death anniversary.
0: It's not a chainsaw. It's right. a shrub song. Aww. It's a... <sharp inhale> Chris, have
2: you lost your
0: mind? Have you lost your... No, get it right. If you're going to act properly like a... It's like, Chris, have you lost your
1: mind? Right of course rah! Chris <laughs> have you lost your mind <laughs> oh, How could it
0: be if Roger even only gave it four stars Because he got to play the <laughs> wife in one scene one line. In one scene It's like him with a wig on <laughs> <laughs> In a dress <laughs> <laughs> And he's still got no jaw at this point either
3: yeah.
0: So so he's got like No jaw and he's like
3: <laughs> rah, 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 rah.
0: And Samuel Jackson even oh. wore safety glasses for that. That's, like, my favourite detail of the movie. <laughs> He's like, hey, if I'm going to be a motherfucker, I don't want, like, twigs in my eyes. To be fair,
1: he would do that.
0: I no, it's it's in yeah. character. Yeah. Now, now this is the point in the movie that Luke realised it's not a comedy. This is the point.
1: Because look at the dark lighting of this scene.
0: No, she's just black. Why are you being so racist?
1: Why you gotta be so wrong? Am I wrong, though?
0: No, you're right. You're completely right. You know now,
2: what I really want in my home? Those, fire. Those, those little rare down uh, lamp things I have on the tables. Candles. You mean what candles? You, <laughs> you, what, what, just the whole. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> Where do they get those holders from? <laughs> Luke is so rich
0: that he's just <laughs> even above candles. Like, Luke, this on Luke's beating me because he doesn't like it when I make rich boy jokes about him. But I just love that Bartik and I looked at each other like, does Luke not know what candles There's are? Luke is like, in my house, we have light literally from heaven's door. What did you say yep. about the. You
1: heard it here, folks. You... They don't have. What? In the little red jars. I want those little red jars. Yeah, you said they don't have something. I, I don't know where. I don't know where you get them from. Oh, I can ask my mum. She buys a lot of them. Thanks, Bart. Tech.
0: No, but I love in Bartek. Bartek, I love in his house. He's just like. What are candles, mom and dad and his parents are like? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that, that we didn't live in the Renaissance.
2: It's true. <laughs> we live on the light that shines out.
1: Of Wait, but asses. Luke's played Assassin's Creed. That has candles. That does have. But people. Luke, just because he's played Assassin's Creed, doesn't mean oh, he knows anything. Does that mean You're that? Right,
2: it's because I played Dead
1: Space, which also So has when gone, you doesn't. play Assassin's Creed, do you look at them dreamily? I look at them with an expression of consternation.
0: He looks at a game like Assassin's Creed and goes, man, I can't believe they're making a movie that's going to be a future episode on the unappreciated (laughs) masterpiece. Actually, yeah, I
2: can't wait for that.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for The Great Wall with Matt Damon to be on this show. The the movie where they build a great wall to stop Mongolian lizards.
1: Yeah, oh, so that's what the... Oh my God. I thought it was one big monster like Godzilla, but...
0: I thought it was several Mongolian lizards. This is
1: a fun conversation during his backstory. Hey hey anyway, I'm giving anyway. a
0: backstory about me. Here's my backstory. I was born on a full moon and I was bitten by a on semi- or during on the moon yep, when it okay. was full mm-hmm. I was born on the moon in an egg on a mountain top. My name is Monke. <laughs> I'm a folklore legend amongst the Asian community, which we've already exploited in this episode. I've seen the anime, yeah. Anime?
1: The anime about your birth.
0: Yeah. It's called Dragon Ball
1: WoW.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How good would that be? Dragon Ball WoW It's actually Dragon Ball Z mixed with World of Warcraft. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You didn't expect that one, did you? My backstory is I had a wife once. She was black. Believe it or not. And one time she was driving in a car With her boss And I now know for a fact Without any evidence to back that up That they were having an affair And he was a white man So that really upset me That
1: is so Pacific Rim (laughs) Is that guy going to show up again?
0: Yeah, he's at the next
2: house party (laughs) Luke, you're in the movie You know when you're going to show up So
1: (laughs) They sent me the wrong schedule At what point did you actually have to leave Like in this movie? Pretty much straight after this.
0: So you left after the yeah. the backstory scene. And you... Wait, wait, wait. Luke, Luke, Luke. Before you read how it ended, could you tell us how you
1: thought it was going to end?
2: I... Uh, honest to God, I thought there was <laughs> going to be at least a small
1: measure of, of reconciliation. Um, there actually kind of is, is. But right after that, it gets really more yeah, serious. Right?
0: So, so wait. But how do you think the movie was going to end? Okay, actually, let's all pitch this. How do we think the movie... Alternate ending? How did we, well How did we think the movie was going to end? We, even if it is how the movie ended What did we think before finding out Actually how it ended? But I was to hear from you
1: I don't know how much detail I could go into But I suppose I might have been open to the possibility That there would be no casualties hmm. Like I, I Didn't necessarily think, okay someone Has to die, like in the end Two people die
0: Okay. What about you Luke? So you're thinking there was going to be rec- reconciliation? Yeah, huh? I maybe
2: mean, not immediately after this. I did not think this scene, because like they're fighting again. But um, They're such be, a I buried know. couple,
3: aren't they?
0: I figured
2: like a fire's coming, he might save his life or some shit.
0: Ah, okay, that's interesting. Ooh. See, I was thinking because Luke, you 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 read about it, but there's a point in the movie where Samuel Jackson hires this white guy thug the to break guy. into the house. Yeah. this is how I thought the movie was going down, going to go down, honestly. I thought that this...
2: I oh, said it. Fuck you.
0: Motherfucker, I thought that this movie was going to turn real dark, where the fat guy may even rape the wife. I thought that was going to yeah, happen, because he went it. in there after she went into the shower. And I thought, oh, no, she's going to have a miscarriage. Definitely. There was several times I'm like, oh, no, this pregnancy is going to get affected by the fact that she gets fucking grabbed and thrown at a wall.
1: Yeah, he, he has, like, a dumb, like... Reflex reaction, like he wants her to calm down, but he like picks her up and throws. He her. yeah yeah, calm down. It's like punch. If, if you were in the cinema and you were like riffing the movie, you will just run away instead of trying to calm oh, her big. down. That and way and and
0: I thought this movie's gonna turn real dark, where Samuel Jackson has to go through a real revelation of how, because here's the thing. Samuel Jackson, even with him losing his job, most likely, he still at no point realizes how his actions affect others. And I thought it would be a really cool kind of arc for him to learn that there are consequences to what he does, and they in he is not in charge. He thinks that he's in charge, and I thought if she lost the child, even if she wasn't raped, if he lost a child, if she lost a child, because he doesn't know that she's pregnant either. Yeah, she wouldn't. He would feel a tremendous amount of guilt, and I don't know where the movie would lead into after that. And I thought, I didn't think. Ah, oh, here she is. Yeah. Because they're very bad people who steal and shoot you. But we have black policemen living here, <laughs> and he's like, yes, it is very comforting. <laughs> and there's like, it keeps going on. It's great, but but, and his famous cornbread. Yeah. Where's Celia? Yeah, I all this. She's very over the top, and so so I thought this movie was not going to end with a casualty either. I thought. Yeah. You know, hey, too. wouldn't it be neat if it became a movie where he gets captured, but it's kind of like since he's played it so well so far that he might get exonerated of the crime. And is that kind of typical the bad guy wins scenario, but not in a ha-ha-ha kind of way. But, like, you know, he still gets slaps on the wrist and whatever. And I thought, yeah, you know, what happens if it's this cat-and-mouse game? And, you know, it's because this, this, this here is the turning point.
1: Yeah. This is this is another incident of Samuel Jackson wanting to fuck around with him, but it messes up. He does what something goes out of plan. The wife decides to go home because he doesn't know she's pregnant. You he, he doesn't know that she's pregnant. You're right, Ryan. Mm. That's a brilliant point you made. Uh, he doesn't expect that, and that fucks up his plan completely. And ends up with him having to kill the fat guy. And and here's the thing.
0: Mm. This scene here. Yep. Okay. I actually had a really good idea for this, Luke. I think this would be great filmmaking. I can visualise it. If it was me, I would have this play out with him in the house and the wife in a more cat and mouse situation, and then they eventually con- confront each other. And while that's happening, Samuel Jackson and Patrick Wilson play this game of pool, and it's like a it's a game. Oh. Both of them are this this cat and mouse game and it's both power dynamics shifting and and as it intensifies with uh the wife getting beaten maybe you know in my brain it was much darker in my brain like she has the miscarriage maybe she's even bleeding and all that in that moment that's when samuel jackson Jackson sinks that's when he sinks the 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 eight ball Like he wins Because in that moment He's won Because in his intent he sent this person over To fuck their lives And how much Would you fuck their lives By actually killing their child Mm. That's yet to be born That would be the ultimate thing I thought that's an awesome scene I thought they were setting it up Because it's like You're next And it's like And then No the alarm goes off And he just shoots him Which is equally cool See We mentioned earlier that The second part of why I think this movie doesn't work Is the ending It's a typical the bad guy gets killed Ending Which is disappointing
2: is it, Did you notice his face there Like he knows he's going to go home And probably going to run into yeah. His informant So like, does he feel bad about it Well he
1: phones the informant He yeah. tries to warn Yeah and, and what we were talking about there With you sort of being right About a reconciliation Is that uh, uh, Chris is very grateful to him For going there and saving his wife yeah. Yeah. The, the guy deserved what he got uh, and oh, Samuel dude. Jackson kind of yeah I know this this doesn't play into anything uh, it's just more being dick um it means using his dick. less
0: time you know yeah. less time to escape
1: um yeah yeah he he thanks him for it and Samuel Jackson just kind of like casually yeah cool um and then almost immediately after that he finds evidence that uh Samuel L. Jackson. Is oh, that behind, evidence is behind the whole thing, yeah. and that is where the movie goes to its serious turn. Like, you okay, want to know,
0: Luke? Do you know the evidence? Did you read about how he figures out it's Samuel Jackson behind all this?
2: Doesn't he uh, find the cell phone and <laughs> ring it? Rings is like, hello. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, so that's where the Wicker Man point turns in. Like, oh look, the Wicker Man's great. It's good, bad. But this movie is kind of a redemption arc for Neil Laboot where he he. This is his follow up. Look, The Wicker Man's a terrible movie, okay? I mean, it's fun because it's so bad. But you can't go anywhere but up oh, after shit. making The Wicker Man. This movie really went up, and it didn't have any of the traits of The Wicker Man. The dialogue's really smart, the dynamics, and you don't know where it's going to go. And then it gets The Wicker Man effect, where it's like it goes exactly where you think it's going to go, and it just kind of gets silly. Like, Samuel Jackson answers the phone. But he's been too smart, to do that, like, it would make sense. Here's how I would do it. If I had to have him answer the phone, I think it's when Luke had an idea that made me think this right now, which is his house is on fire. He's trying to put the fire out, and he gets a phone call, and he, goes, he doesn't look at the number because he's so stressed oh, out. He might think it's his kids or something, and that's the turning point. But, in fact, there's no reason. Why didn't he look?
2: <laughs> I love was saying just calm down while he's committing assaults. Like, why should she calm down? Because
0: that's his tact tech- He's doing that technique, which is, come here, and then pushes you. Mm. Come here!
1: <laughs> He's a dumb guy,
0: yeah. Why would you take off your thing? And i love like, what the hell, dude? And he just <laughs> shoots him. It's really cool. Here's something I said about Tech when I watched this, and it never played into anything. Oh, yeah. So it's not going to be suspicious at all that Samuel Jackson shot his informant.
2: Oh, no, he would have told on him.
0: That his partner is also aware of, and that the, the that the department is aware that he is the informant because that's his informant for crimes yeah. it's not suspicious at all at all that Samuel Jackson shoots his informant in his neighbor's yard
1: and what
0: while f- he's suspended might i
1: add and Ryan what is going to happen in just a minute
0: a f- the police yeah. all come. yeah and his partner clears his name.
1: Mm-hmm. They're all—they all know what's going on, but they keep quiet for him.
0: Yeah, it shows the corruption of the police. Mm-hmm. Now, Luke, you're a corrupt person. Absolutely. Do you think that this is good level of corruption? You I mean, mean, he's digging mean into a, the guy's at pocket. The,
2: at the level of a local police department. Yeah. Absolutely, fucking, not.
0: No, not no. not corrupt enough. For Luke.
2: No, I think they're too corrupt.
0: Too corrupt.
2: Like, they should not be covering for a man who is clearly not upholding the values. Well,
0: no, his partner covers for him. Mm. That's fair, yeah? Just his partner. But yeah. his partner is becoming a detective, so it kind of sways... No, yeah, yeah, I mean, Joe, if you're going to be a detective, that's a
2: higher level of responsibility. Police Joe. looking out I like this old know? couple.
0: Like, what's their story? Like, what happened to the old man? How did he break his neck?
1: <laughs> Bartek? He tried saving the old couple from the tuxedo from an unfortunate incident. <laughs> but the They problem... are the old couple from the tuxedo. The problem was that you know he jumped in front of them to try to block them from getting hit by a bullet. But he realized that there was no bullet. And when he landed, he broke his neck. So it was a very foolish thing of... Him
0: to do. I genuinely thought that this scene was gonna be like, "Honey, we lost the child."
1: Yeah, because
2: they went to the hospital. Even I didn't think. We well, had to have a slow motion. Him running down the hallway, type of thing.
1: Right, you were very concerned for the baby, and I think that you are a fantastic person for that. I'm a great dad, even better than him. I don't have kids, but I imagine I'd be better than Patrick Wilson. Good job, oh, Dad.
2: Probably. Thanks, son. So,
0: so what is she being
1: treated for?
0: She's been treating it for shock.
1: Head trauma. Shock. okay Head trauma that and big, shock. Shiny bump, bump. Ah, yes.
0: No, that's not a bump. That's about. just a pimple.
1: <laughs> what is a pimple if not a bump?
0: <laughs> These are the philosophical questions we ask on Spit Polish. What is a pimple but not a bump? If not a bump. If not a bump. Not a bump. Not I a think, therefore, I, I am.
1: I am, therefore. Cogito is. ergo bump. Hey, they cleaned the blood out of the pool. That's yeah, nice. well, there's something that I thought of.
2: They,
0: yeah yeah and then Samuel Jackson look he's feeling
2: guilty yeah now like he's just hanging around like they don't want to
1: take a statement yeah. or anything he shot the guy see
0: and now he's realizing shit the phone I yeah. haven't found oh, see Lord. my my
1: my thought of a narrative possibility here was that um Samuel Jackson his plan fucked up and he's sort of kind of gotten away with it maybe at this point he'll just be like I, I should just stop while I'm ahead yeah maybe and maybe they're like you just accept the thanks for saving my wife like yeah, yeah, cool, just... No Technically, worries. he didn't lay hand
0: on him, so... Yeah. You know, I'm still thinking about Luke watching this as a funny little comedy. Oh, and even where there's yeah, been anymore. supreme racist moments, and Luke's version of the story is, Sam Jackson learns the error of his ways.
1: We'll <laughs> end the movie just before, you know, he gets called. We
0: end the movie with Samuel Jackson being like, you know what, you white people ain't so bad. <laughs> I wasn't expecting
2: that. I was expecting a grudging... I guess I'll leave you alone a bit now. Or
0: grudging uh oh, white people. It's like
1: he'll say thank you for saving my wife, and then will like you'll edit in the shot from earlier in the movie with after the I don't smoke where he got that smile. I don't <laughs> smoke <laughs> where he's got that smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's Like Alright. Yeah,
0: crazy Sam Jackson smile. <laughs> I love this movie. And it's... the music
1: you'll play is the I can't see me. You mind. see this
0: scene would look so much better with a better lighting effect, like a better sharper, more Interesting contrast Because now the, the, there's plumes of smoke everywhere You know, like It's smothered in the smoke And I feel like it's not as effective as it
1: could be Do you know what the Polish word smock means? Smoke? No What? Dragon ah. Smok is dragon What about
0: smoke? What's Polish for smoke?
1: I was about to tell you the Polish word for ghost But that's not right Do tell! The Polish word for ghost is duch Did
0: you know the Italian word for ghost? It's prego. Prego. (laughs) Was that even
1: what you said? No, No, prego is food. No, they said
2: prego is you're welcome. Yeah, was it? People say Yeah, but your your joke answer your
1: your joke answer to what prego was is that food? No, you said
2: you were not charmy. Oh, what's the Italian word for chow And prego was a pasta. Yeah, that's it. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And that's Italian boy. That's, that's Italian uh, if you I go to first.
0: if you go to Italy, just speak English, and then say "prego" if you if you want some pasta, and and food if you want some chow. That's right. Don't speak Italian at all. Just Here's something that bothers me about this movie. too What bothers you about this movie? I think this this is a third factor. They never play up the heat. Like they say, "Oh, it's hot," yeah. but they're not sweating. He's wearing long sleeve clothes. I want a
1: a lingering close-up of beads of sweat or something. On one of the news reports, it said that there was low humidity. Could that be a factor? Yeah, but
0: when there's a fire at your door, it's hot. There's smoke. It's smothering the air.
1: You know what I mean? I feel like if it was so close, there'd be a problem. You'd have to, like, cover your mouth or something. Look at him.
0: Yeah, but they're telling him to leave. And oh, and he's is like, he, I'm a motherfucker. I'm not
1: staying. Is he in too cool to? be Yeah, persuaded. he can't
0: drink. Uh, he was frozen. So yeah. <laughs> no,
1: he was frozen, you're right. It this he. is his
0: sequel. You know, how we all wanted that sequel with the super suit. And frozen, his wife? But frozen was. And his wife. Don't a good guy. Oh
1: no no sorry, I was about to say frozen was with a white woman, but he was with a black woman. We don't know. We never saw well, her. She
0: could have been black. Latino. For we could know or Hispanic.
1: Wait, hold on. Does this mean that his wife? I'm all a, you need His oh. wife was having an affair with Mr. Incredible that No,
0: it's not her boss She was having an affair, clearly, with Syndrome
2: ah. yeah. The red-headed man
0: And and he got You dance uh, A steering wheel column impale, impaled into his chest Oh, it could be Oh, no, 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 no Her boss was that Weasley little guy That Mr. Incredible worked for Weasley <laughs>
1: I'm word. not happy, Bob
0: Yeah, that's the guy from uh, Why, Princess what? Bride specific, We talked about him before yeah, Wallace Shawn, he's very similar to Gilbert on. Godfrey yeah, He had
1: that kind of voice Unemployed yeah, in voice. Greenland
0: yeah, I'm he's just going to say it. Jetson, I'm going to say The lighting's really good there in that scene for her yeah. breasts Just a fact Right What? I've been dissing the lighting I've got it complimented at some point This
1: is unbelievable Ryan, your mind is always on Diddy Kong
0: I thought you guys say your mind's Den always on lighting, comes. and I'm like, you're right. You're what? In,
2: so much of a startup <laughs> home, it's about to be a startup cinder. <laughs>
0: now this this is my favorite shot in the movie where Samuel Jackson and Patrick Wilson look at each other through the window and the thing when he realizes that it's him oh, and the yeah. fire is just behind Samuel Jackson and the fire's reflected <laughs> in the window. I thought that was a really good thing, and I felt like if you had to make a poster for this, which I think the poster is really lacking for this movie as well. It's just Samuel Jackson in his car. Okay. I think the poster should be two posters, where one is Patrick Wilson looking through the window with a fire and the reflection of Samuel Jackson, and the other one being Samuel Jackson with a fire behind him, looking menacing. And I think I think that that. that would be a great poster. See, basically what I'm saying, Luke, is hire, you should have hired me. I would have come up with a better movie. <laughs> I think This not- is still a great unappreciated masterpiece, don't get me wrong, but there's a reason why it's unappreciated. There's certain little mistakes, certain little errors, and certain things, whether it's down to the audience or the creators. And this time, it's the creators. And hey, someone wrote this. Someone directed it. Will Smith said, you know, he said... Put Men in Black Three on the shelf for a while. I wanna produce <laughs> I'm
1: glad
0: he did. I wanna produce this movie. Hey, that's an unappreciated masterpiece. Men in Black Three? Come is on. Really? Yeah. I-, I thought it was a good
1: movie.
0: It was great. Unappreciated.
1: Oh
0: that's a shame. It had the guy from Flight of the Concords in it as the villain. How, how could you not? So so dun, dun, dun. Bum bum bum. Boop boop boop. The great thing is that it's still fully charged.
1: There were two new messages. What did you think they were?
0: I think one of them was from his girlfriend saying, "Honey, honey." No, no one of them's from his boss, and it's like, "Snake, snake, snake." Because we're um, making video game references throughout this.
3: Yeah, so <laughs> yeah oh no, it's a voice message.
0: The voice message. It's like the last thing you heard. That's one of my favorite video games too. The first Metal Gear Solid it's is fantastic. Solid. Here we
1: go. It's Got two endings too. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> the, the ending's determined Whether you submit to the torture Or He's you so... power through it. Oh. Well, and is it good, a good bad day. ending? It's um If you submit to the torture Meryl dies But you escape oh, okay. with Otacon So you've got like Jeez. Homoerotic things that going on That is actually chilling He's just like Oh you found me See? out See it's really Pulls chilling gun time I thought we were was. talking about Metal Gear Solid That's really chilling Escaping with Otacon Nah <laughs> Hey
0: it's homoerotic It's very chilling Also they have a uh,
1: like Metal penis I'm Hal What's your name? Dave Dave Hell, huh? It's a, a, oh. uh, a space odyssey by Stanley Kubrick. A very unappreciated masterpiece.
0: <laughs> no. is an appreciated movie, Patrick?
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's Kojima's not. favorite movie, I believe. You know what's my favorite movie? 2001 a Space Odyssey. Lakeview Terrace <laughs> with
0: Samuel Jackson. You go. know this movie really could have benefited from more fights with Samuel Jackson and Patrick Wilson. Now, here's where the limp comes in. I brought this all coming back. Do you guys think he had a limp oh, or a swagger? Go. Swagger. Swagger? Luke?
2: I think he had a limp.
0: Okay, I think he had a limp too. And I brought this up because I was like, how come Samuel Jackson Jackson gets beat down so fucking easy? And my housemates replied, well, he is old. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good enough reason. It's too cool to care. No, and I went, ah, oh, that's not a good enough reason. And then I was like, hey, he's been limping through this movie, and he is an old cop. Maybe, you know, he's not oh, as quick shit. and wily as he used to be, and he does have that as, a, as something impeding on his ability to be a full death-killing machine. Really big dick. He is, he's big dick. See, now he's full-on limping, because mm. he's got the shit beat out of him, and I felt yeah. like, yeah, maybe they played that. Like, maybe they built oh, that into Jesus. his character for it to be this little payoff. Like, it's a big payoff, but it's so subtle. That, you know, you oh, interpret it. That like, that's exactly. my interpretation. But I feel like that's what they genuinely put in there as a, as a thing. Maybe Samuel Jackson incorporated that into his performance? I don't know. But, you know, it makes you think, is it just swagger? Is it just a limp? Who knows? I think it's a limp. I think it's very smart move on the actor and directors and the writers' part. So that way, when it gets up to this bit, it makes it more believable that he can get his ass kicked by this guy. Yeah. And because he he's, an a, old man, so. he's old, but he's not too old to not be a cop, but he's old enough to be on the way out and to have long term injuries affecting him. Like, you know what I mean? Those injuries, those sprains, those twists would be kind of affecting him in this age. So I think really smart. And I really like how this scene plays out, where he plays it as if, the director plays it as if, is, is Chris gonna make the choice? Is Chris gonna submit to this ideal of masculinity that Samuel Jackson has been trying to impose upon him? Because Samuel Jackson is not just a racist who hates him, he's trying to push him out of the neighborhood, he's also trying to teach Patrick Wilson how to be a man, how to be a person that he regards as a, a man. And he's trying to sway him to the point in which he was just as bad as Samuel Jackson. Hence they do that cat and mouse game where I get lights, you get lights. This and this and this. And they dick measuring competitions. And that bartending scene is a real a testament to that. Because Samuel Jackson's like, hey man, let's just casually chat. And tries to get Patrick Wilson to submit to that level and he doesn't. He has a drink but then he goes, you know what, fuck you, I'm out of here. Samuel Jackson, the character is well written. Really knows how to play. But this scene is where we find out whether or not this mental mind game that Samuel Jackson's been playing accumulates to accumulates to this moment in which we can have our hero turn into the bad guy or not.
1: And if you have to give it a rating, five. But don't you agree? I would say that he's my favorite character. Samuel L. Jackson's character. Asian Thanks. What about the Asian lady? I like Samuel Jackson more.
0: <laughs> but I don't know. What do you think? And I like how in this scene they've used the spotlights of the helicopters mm. to kind of make it feel like a, a game show where it's like you all the You and your long. lighting. Uh, see, see, I'm thinking about dicks. No. Uh, <laughs> see what I mean? Like, it's like a game show. It's like, and now to Samuel Jackson to decide, and now to him to decide. I think this scene is probably it's... the best scene. I, I know it's I said the one. It's a turn-based
2: RPG. Uh... It's your turn to start oh, I can't wait just download her name. Oh, well, okay, never mind. And this
0: is when they shoot him to death their comrade fellow officer. Another black man
1: gunned down by the police. Very different death from San Andreas. How did he die in San Andreas? He was escaping on a fire truck. Of course! Then he accidentally turned hey, off a bridge his... and uh-huh. crashed on the ground. His leg. No, that's is, that, so stupid. is that the leg he's been limping on this whole time? Yeah. The one that's tucked in? Yeah, yeah it is.
0: Huh. So it's kind of neat, yeah? Yeah. In the, and it's like a crisis In the and...
1: over-brightness it looked like he was missing the bottom half of his left leg. Like uh, below the knee. So, yeah, no, no, we're near the end of the movie. Yeah, this scene right here, I was like, please don't end here. Like, like in the, last the movie. boy next door. <laughs> and I was like, come on, wouldn't this- it be good? No, it would be better if the two ambulances crashed
0: into each other from the boy next door, and this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but
1: the Boy Next Door was from last year, so... That yeah, but it this sc-
0: movie didn't say what year it was set in. This, car
1: t- this ambulance takes seven years to get to the hospital.
0: Boy Next Door didn't state what year it was set in. Definitely not 2006, though. Because it had a 2006 minivan. And this movie well, doesn't say... Well, mentioned 2008 as well. This movie doesn't say if it's not set in 2015. Oh, good
1: on you, Night Owl. Maybe it's a future movie. You beat the evil villain. Thanks, Luke!
0: <laughs> I like Luke's contribution <laughs> Thanks, Night Owl, for doing your job. Luke, are you reading? You saved the
1: city. Are you reading your DC manga again? That's not even DC. So what if I am, by Isn't Is it? it?
0: No, Watchmen's not DC. Are you sure?
1: Oh, yeah. I heard Night Owl, and I just thought like Night something. Ah, oh, fuck it. Watchman. What's what's that Dick Grayson character name after Robin? Yeah,
2: but I know the one. Right. I don't. I don't remember. But...
1: Tim Robbins
0: from <laughs> Zathura.
2: No, the wait. Tim Robbins was in Zathura.
1: He was the dad. The character he was oh in. My god, he was in Arkham dad. City. Knight, Jason Todd. Nightblade or something? Night Night Hawk. Hawk. Nightwing. Nighthawk? Nighthawk, man? Night. I think Nighthawk. Yeah. I think
0: Submit the... with your answer, audience. So the movie ends.
2: Alright, comment, subscribe.
0: It ends. Yeah, and I, I think
2: I, I see what you mean with an unsatisfying ending. It's I think
0: we could all agree that that's the real mystery answer to why this is unappreciated. It just leaves you. Meh. If they so, Yeah, I mean, hey, it's still a masterpiece. Even if it doesn't have a great ending. It's like if the Mona Lisa was how we saw it now, but instead her, her her hair was like a different shade of brown.
1: She had like, you know, a little bit of butter on her lip that she got to wipe off. Yeah. Something she has a little bit of cum on her lip. Thank you, Ryan. Hummus. Hummus. Or as we call it, chow. <laughs> yeah, oh, so it kind of did end with the ambulance. It did end. It did end. <laughs> With an ambulance. Okay, I knew
0: Jason was his son, by the way. I, I just knew it was... After, after a point, the kids didn't really show up. So, that was the movie, guys. Um, We'll go into our reviews and ratings. This episode has been a bit of a different... Whoa,
1: the bartender's name. Coco, 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 Brown. Brown. Coco That's... Brown. That's a great name. That's,
0: she was a great woman. This episode, I feel, had a different feel. We I feel like you know we weren't trying to be as comedic this time around because this movie doesn't allow for a lot of laughs unless luke finds them it's a real thinking movie i think mm. i think therefore i am i feel therefore we are we've had movies on here that's a real feeling movie this is a real thinking movie uh but it's like let's hear your rating first my ratings yeah uh, yeah review and rating oh video assistant with steve irwin who knew <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is steve irwin <laughs>
0: Crikey oh. yeah, the
2: hair department head, isn't that the woman from Pulp Fiction, the taxi driver? Yeah, sure I know. Villa Lobos.
0: Yeah, sure I know. Let's all let's all be race, racist be racist. Racist you can't. So Bartik like, let's hear your review and rating about Lakeview Terrace.
1: Cunt is very racist right Okay. Lakeview Terrace, it is definitely one of the more se- I thought you were taking a photo of me. One of the more serious movies we've Click. done on this show. Oh, I thought you were actually taking a photo of me. One of the more serious movies we've done on this show It's about It's about racism And I made that joke way earlier in the episode Where um, We compared it To guess who mm. In certain ways And it certainly does look at a very similar topic From that movie in a very different way With very different characters Like that one had an over the top uh, Percy Jones It had a a more comedic Ashton Kutcher, and it had no adjective Zoe Saldana. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she doesn't need one. This movie, I it, but since it's based on a true story, I guess it did feel a lot more realistic. It uh, hmm. it did have this whole. You called it cat and mouse, but I don't know. This is a hard one to talk about. I feel it it was a movie that I watched and I was seeing where it was going and yeah just basically trying to gauge what's gonna happen next and I guess that is why the reason why it's unappreciated is that ending because mm. you're like oh, how are they gonna end it is it actually gonna be a somewhat of a happyish ending is it gonna be uh, is it gonna go on a full boy next door type of ending but it kind of went for a Middle ground. Let's make this guy whose backstory we have, who has kids, who has all these motivations. Let's make him kill someone and just go over the top villain and make it an easy way to kill him. I, Leave I guess,
0: his children fatherless.
1: Well, yeah, oh, yeah. they're orphans they now. That. Yeah, they're orphans now. Well, they got that arch. I guess she could take them. Uh, um,
0: the evil aunt.
1: Or maybe they in the sequel they can become like Bond villains or something. Perhaps. Um. Yeah, it's... It's one of the most genuine movies we've done on this show because it explores racism in a more serious light than any other movie we've done. And I'm really struggling to find words to express... What do you rate it, Barton? Yeah, maybe your rating's
0: what you need to do to express it. My rating? Express your rating milk. Okay. Your rating milk.
1: My rating... Yeah. This movie has style. It has grace and it's got a funny face. All right. Is that your rating or is that <laughs> just a poem? I like the my poem. rating is a poem. There you go. I like right, that. Good. My Ex- rating is a poem extracted a from the DK rap, admittedly, but it's that's my rating.
0: Well, I'm going to go straight ahead to my review. Luke will leave you lucky last. Mm. I'm gonna I know I said a lot in that ending sequence and you're like haha and that know what's your rating. But I think this is one of the most intelligent movies we've ever done on the show. Now we've had a lot of movies that are intelligent. All of them have been really smart, really well well crafted, and there's been a lot of intelligence in terms of subtlety and all this and character nuance, but I feel like this is the one that really cranks that. The subtlety, the brilliance, the setup, the payoffs, all this. Yes, the ending doesn't work as well as it should have. And, and it's a bit too predictable. And yes... The lighting could be better. But those are minor nitpicks. But they're answers to the question of why it's unappreciated. Now, this movie has a great sensual performance by Samuel L. Jackson. He gives you that sense of unease, but support. Because he feels like you're supported in the fact that it feels like he knows what he's doing. He's in charge. And that's just Samuel L. Jackson himself as a performer. He's a performer that can be so relaxed yet dominating that it gives you this weird back and forth unease about it. When Samuel Jackson starts shouting, it's so precise. But then you have moments where it'll be like, I don't smoke and it just seems like he's so genuine about it. But it kind of backflips and front flips at the same time, to the point where you realize you're just standing still watching him.
1: Mm. And and like unlike other movies like his Tarantino ones, if things went his way, he wouldn't have killed anyone. He doesn't mm. want to kill.
0: And here's the thing. This is one of the few movies in my brain where Samuel Jackson is just playing a guy. He's not playing a killer. Yeah, he's playing a cop. But in this one, Samuel Jackson's just playing a person. He's playing a neighbor. And that's something I find really interesting about this. This movie is really well-constructed piece of work. It has that fire that is coming closer and closer and closer and leading up to the climax where it's just at their doorstep. And I love that technique in the movie. The characters are interesting and their dynamic shifts between them to the point where the couple's in charge and Samuel Jackson's not and to him and them and them and this and this and this. It's like watching a game of chess. Which piece is going to take which piece? Why did they move over there? And that's why I mentioned that they could have had a really great game of pool while, they, like, in this kind of, to represent that feeling of it's just a game between them. Because Samuel Jackson doesn't take it seriously. Like, he does. He's sabotaging them and all that. But it's just a game to him.
1: Would you say that his inclusion of the fat guy, his informant, would be uh, like cheating in chess? Yeah.
0: It's him making the wrong move, wrong being move, too not cocky. Cheating. Yeah, I think it's him trying to do a check before he can actually do it. And then he gets obliterated. He's going
1: for a check, not a checkmate.
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, check is before you do checkmate. You know, yes. like, he's in check, and he's like, haha, I'm going to win this. And then, nope, bam, gone. And that is the brilliance of this movie. It is chess, because you know what chess has? Black versus white. And this is really important. We haven't talked, like, we've talked briefly about the racism aspect, and it is very important. It is ingrained into the characters and the situation. The fact they are an interracial couple really plays into it, and the fact that it is a black woman and a white man. Guess who did a very similar thing. We're well, usually in the in these j- movies it's a black man and a white woman which can come across more like to us generalized people you know we're we're three white guys. That comes across in terms of how Hollywood has fed us and all that as the more taboo relationship you know you know but really black man and white women? black man and a white woman because it's that whole thing of white women are so innocent and pure and blah 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 and all that oh,
1: bullshit corrupted. Black black men alike, men alike, alike, yeah and, and animalistic and yeah like, and it's a it's
0: a right. bullshit that we're fed yeah. and then and then but these new these newer movies are playing it the opposite way around where it's like hey one of those is a white guy and a black chick you know and 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 it's usually the black guys that have a problem with that like In Bernie Mac's portrayal of Clancy, uh, Clancy, I was going to say, Percy Jones, he has a problem where it's kind of playing that, hey, black people can be racist and prejudiced too. Usually in movies, it's white people, and that's fair. But, like, you know, it's playing that card, and I think that's the ingenious part of this movie. Now, I've spoken a lot, and I've said a lot during this, this commentary, but this movie really, really hits hits a strong chord with me, and I feel like if those minor changes were done, this movie could have been an Oscar contender because I feel like Samuel Jackson's performance is razor sharp. He really is playing the casual guy, but the sinister guy, but the law enforcer at the same time. It is a cacophony of brilliance. If I have to give this a rating, I would have to give it the only rating that one could with a movie like this, which is... Uh a full term birth from Samuel Jackson impregnating me with taking off his pants.
1: Is it a boy or a girl?
0: It is a Samuel Jackson. So a boy? Whatever you want him to be. Anime. Luke, let's Hello. hear from you.
2: Okay, I'll try to keep it brief. Uh-huh. It's funny because he wears boxes. Indeed. Um, this movie was obviously a thriller, so you had that aspect of it more than anything else. But as has been previously said, we get um the themes in it, you know, uh, racism, whether blatant or latent. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>, um. Also, <laughs> oh, come on, it's not that funny.
0: Ha uh, ha. It, really... The was... it anyway. was really funny, Luke. You and should it... believe in yourself. Another thing,
2: like the the fact that they move into the neighborhood where he, you know, he strongly believes that he shouldn't have to shit where he eats, so to speak. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't like the fact that there's an interracial couple moving into this neighborhood, which kind of lends itself to gentrification. Although we don't see a hell of a lot of that. He um he probably thinks it is, but we have no other frame of reference for it. The th- basically, what I'm trying to say is this is obviously a thriller. Samuel L. Jackson's character was not a well man. He was obsessive. He was paranoid. He abused his power. But it would still be nice to see that same dynamic because he believes interracial couples are bad. That is not necessarily so. But obviously, there is a even though Patrick Wilson and Kerry Washington's characters are very much in love. There is still that disconnect, which you see every so often, as in, she's saying to him, you cannot possibly understand him, and that is on a deeper level. And I would have have liked to see that explored a bit more, but obviously you can't always get what you want. So if you try sometimes, you might just find you get what you need. Maybe. So in conclusion, great movie. I enjoyed it. Don't understand why more people don't like it. I would give it a glass of ice and nothing else. (laughs) A <laughs> uh, glass love- of
0: ice on the rocks. I love Luke's uh, ratings. They're always <laughs> like a joy. So today,
1: today my review was the lesser of all three, but I'm I'm hey, happy with hey, yours. Hey
0: hey hey! You gave us a poem. I did. Mainly gave- it was a Diddy Kong rap, but it was a poem was, nonetheless. it was, was a donkey. Kong rap. Uh, Diddy's the best So l- This episode Bartek Has accumulated Some uh, YouTube Reviews Or YouTube comments. comments And I've accumulated Thanks for
1: trying to make it sound more fancy though uh, And I've
0: accumulated <laughs> uh, um, Some IMDB uh, As usual Now yeah. my favourite thing Before we start was I got this copy of Lakeview Terrace online, and and the comments on there were great. I didn't bring <laughs> them in, but a lot of them were... Now, hold on. I'm going to be using some, some really strong language here. I'm going to drop the N-bomb, because I've already done it 14 million times on this show. In context, I'm quoting someone else, and it was just basically like... Damn, that's Samuel Jackson. He's playing one of those mouthy niggas again. I do not like it when he does that. I wish he would play one of those quiet ones. And I'm just like, this is
1: great. This is great. Mouthy niggas.
0: <laughs> mouthy niggas. I oh, wish he'd play one of those quiet ones. And I just put the accent there because it feels appropriate. He spoke too much, basically. So, how do we want to go about this, Bartek? Do you want to read some of your YouTube comments first?
1: Um... We could, because with this movie, we are kind of serious throughout it. If I read these, it will probably, like, transition more to a jokey feel. I oh, suppose. well, uh, same with the IMDb reviews. Uh, do you want... How should we do this? Uh, give us uh, three. three. Three? Okay, I'll give you... Should I give you some longer ones or shorter ones? A bit of both. Okay. Um, I'll start with the shortest one. I keep it funny. No, no, no. Actually, no. this one, I'll leave this one for later. All right. Here's a medium-sized one. I was probably 13 to 15 when I first watched this, and at the time I HATED this <laughs> movie. Yep. In capitals, I uh, presume. Yes. In retrospect, this movie is good. I live... <laughs> okay then. I live down the street and around the corner from a cop that... Sorry, from a cop that I grew up with, a friend uh. who's his dad. He is the only cop I respect. If I get pulled over, <laughs> I wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. <laughs> can you go back to a friend who's his dad? So <clears throat> his friend is this cop's dad. I yeah.
1: live down the street and around the corner from a cop that I grew up with a friend who's his dad. Yep. He's the right, only then. cop I respect. If I get pulled over, I hope it's him. Props to you, Mr. Brookman. <laughs> 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 yeah, props to you, Mr. Brookman. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <clears throat> S.L. Jackson acted like a big prick in this movie. A big prick. (laughs) Some great acting there. I was, however, eagerly anticipating this psycho next-door cop to possess a few more malign traits than brushing his chainsaw against a metal fence and ultimately popping a few rounds in anger. Really? Maybe something a bit more into the land of the perverted would soothe my needs. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so basically he wanted a rape sentence.
1: yes he wanted to be a pervert oh, and one Jesus. more and some backstory for this one I went to a couple of videos to find different comments this comment was copy and pasted onto all of them by the exact same person that's uh, it. fantastic I'm sorry but Samuel L Jackson is a the F is asterisk hmm. fucking the A is asterisk asshole in this movie for <laughs> oh, exclamation God, marks we Acting so hostile and racist towards an interracial couple stirring up trouble and acting all corrupt. Cool actor. Did not like this movie. And this one had a response. At some point in the movie, I have felt like this too. Lol. Some actors like Samuel Jackson really get into my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. That
0: way. I'm gonna give you some uh, IMDb ones now. This is from 2008. It's a seven-star review. Now it is. I've got five more left. Just like. Oh yes. Now this is a long review, but I feel like it hits a lot of points, and and I've only got a few reviews because the main main ones that really hit home for me are longer ones. So I'll get straight into it. It's a seven-star review. Uh. Tout and well-acted, but with a nearly unforgivable ending. Okay. And this is, remember, seven-star review for the context. Seven. Yes, seven. No, I'm not talking about the David Fincher-directed thriller, (laughs) nor am I referring to Samurai, Dwarfs, or The Lucky Number. In this context, seven denotes the number of wince-inducing minutes it takes for Lakeview Terrace to throw it all away. Wow. Oh, yeah. Particular genres of movies tend to have a nasty propensity to ruin their final acts, the foremost of those being thrillers and horror movies. May it be an Amateur director not knowing how to complete their vision, studio intervention sucking the life from the screen, or the commonly occurring revelatory shocker ending, revelatory? which tries yeah, which tries to jam too many ideas in the viewer's already bleeding sockets. Oh
2: please, have you seen Inherent Vice? That's way more complicated. Excuse me,
0: already bleeding sockets was where I left this one, so let me get back to it. Oddly, director Neil Labute's latest offering does not succumb to a conventional destructive timeline, but instead opts to uh, cataclysmically implode in literally the final scenes—a feat which f- a feat which few films can boast. <laughs> Perhaps I am being an an iota harsh. I'm so happy that they <laughs> use that because I really hear that use. An iota harsh, as I'm recommending this film, and the majority of this review will be skewed favorably. But chiefly. My unbound feelings of contempt towards the finale should stand as a testament to the standalone absurdity which contrasts harshly with the preceding 90 or so minutes. Samuel Jackson has had a vibrant career portraying characters in two spectrums of the acting realm. One side, we have his depictions that can be lumped into the loudmouth anti-hero category, Pulp Fiction, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Snakes on a Plane, and on the other hand, his more nuanced, in brackets, as nuanced as Sam Jackson can be, Oof. roles. Black Snake Moan, Resurrecting the Champ, and Coach Carter, for example. Lakeview Terrace, to some extent, blurs this boundary, but for the most part, Jackson plays his role straight, and he's very good because of it. Jackson plays Abel Turner, a veteran, but widowed LAPD officer who lives with his daughter, Celia, and son, Marcus, on Lakeview Terrace in the hills. He is strict, to be sure, and his protective nature sometimes obscures the obvious affection for his children. It is... It is touches like this and similar additions by Labute that make his character all the more menacing when the tension later builds, as he is not so much a faceless villain, but a deeply flawed everyman. Despite an encroaching wildfire, things are routine on Lakeview. Abel patrols the neighborhood at night, loves his job, and wants nothing more than to protect his family. Things change, however, when a new couple move in next door. The fact that the husband, Chris and his wife, Lisa, are an inter- uh, interracial is only the fuel for Abel's contempt. And when his children witness a late night skinny dip by these two newlyweds, the fire erupts and Abel and, Chris- and Chris's lives spiral out of control. Fashioning Abel as a cop is an intelligent choice, as per the television advertisements indicate. What are they going to do? And who are the authorities going to believe? Who will the police... Who will police the police indeed? Who will police the
1: police indeed?
0: Mm, that's a rap in itself. Who will police the police indeed? The tension for the duration is so high. And that's like the end of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> the, Yes the the tension is uh yes it is so so high Bartek. Um, LeBeau truthfully makes a few mistakes. He allows for character development, and as I mentioned, not just regarding Chris and Lisa, he lets the story develop at a slow, burning pace, with hillside fires mirroring the escalating tempers. The story is also far more insightful and caring than I ever would have anticipated regarding the complicated issue of race and marriage, without feeling shoehorned into the thriller template. As you can clear discern, I have a fairly large amount of admiration for Lakeview Terrace, which brings me to the ending. Few endings I have seen have represented such a radical shift in tone and made its characters undertake such ridiculous and uncharacteristic actions than we see here. I assure you, it is jarring. The immediately preceding axe is an iota off-kilter with the axe preceding, but does not draw attention and properly illustrates the consequences when things are taken too far in the name of retribution. I was fully under the impression that things were going to end sharply until Abel's character jolts erratically from intelligent saboteur to a volcanic lunatic and makes a series of choices that are against both his nature and what the audience would want to see transpire. Either Abel lost his mind, or the director did. Those who seek out this film in the theatres may be disappointed and feel the conclusion somehow managed to bilk them out of their cash like a sneaky pickpocket. LeBut's finale does not so much embody a slap in the face, but a swift, hard kick to the groin. And then he has, like, read all my reviews at Simon Says Movies. (laughs) Uh, No,
2: Simon.
1: We halfway through that review yet? No, that was the end. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I told you, it was
0: long, but it kind of encapsulated everything we said in the movie in a really sharp, articulate manner that really kind of... Cut down all the all the baggy moments of oh, the like movie. The I, I, I that's probably one of my favorite reviews. Like sometimes it's always nice to have reviews from the IMDb pages that isn't just straight comedy. Like, you know, what I mean, we need sometimes to have a more film discussion review, the intellect in the room for when I we brought have... I brought the other side. You brought the other side.
1: Give us one more review, then I'll read three more comments.
0: All right, there's another long one, Bartek. Okay. So prepare yourselves for a six for a six star review probably the first movie about racism that doesn't just spout tired cliches 2008 my dear. <clears throat> we've all heard the racism is evil thing preached preached again and then preached again we get it racism is bad i'm not a racist I don't know anyone who is racist. Why does every single movie have to remind us of something we teach our children before they're old enough to talk? After I watched Hairspray and Be Kind Rewind in the past year alone, I officially had enough. And not only me. At the time, my best friend, who was born and raised in Africa, then moved to the US, said the same thing. Why can't movies just stop beating a pointless dead blood horse? What's
1: a blood horse? (laughs)
0: <laughs> is that like a
1: blood knight's horse?
0: They just say, why can't they stop beating a pointless dead blood horse? Like, even they have a question mark after blood horse. I know they're asking a question, <laughs> but they're like, they're not too sure. If someone is racist, I doubt a movie is going to change their mind. Then out of nowhere, Lakeview Terrace comes along and defies every cliche you thought you knew about racism movies. And that is really all I have to say about the topic. Thank God that someone, anyone in Hollywood, gets that we're sick of being force-fed cliches. Why is Lakeview Terrace uh, cliche-defying? It focuses on the grey area. And they wrote area A-R-I-A. Aria. That's like a music term. On the great aria of racism, not black and white. It focuses on racism held by blacks, not by whites. It veers so far from the racism is evil standpoint and makes you make up your own mind about the -the over-the-top plot and who was right, who was wrong. It's been so long since Hollywood actually let the audience make up their own mind. This is like a breath of fresh air. Lakeview Terrace is labelled as a thriller, which is half true. The first half builds up the social boundaries of real life, testing them and then building them st- up stronger. It doesn't jump straight into the action, but soaks you in reality before plunging into the over-the-top ending. When the action starts near the uh, when the action starts near the ending, it is really worth the wait because it has you in a state of social tension. Anyone who says this isn't realistic doesn't understand realistic human behavior. Even in the most outrageous parts of the film, there was not a single thing done by anyone that was hard for me to believe could happen in real life. Maybe that's because I have a lot of cops in my family, or maybe it's because I'm just more tuned into reality than the optimistic happy humans are perfect people that are reviewing this film and calling it unrealistic. The directing, writing, and technical details are all fine. They're not artistic or fine cinema, but they're done in a way that makes the film work. The acting from Samuel Jackson is flawless. The casting from certain other characters is a little off, but it works out in the end. Overall, I like, to, like View Terrace a lot. I'm the kind of person who loves thrillers, but as I said, this is really isn't a thriller as much as a drama with a more thriller-like ending and some thriller-like scenes scattered throughout. It's a nice break from the unintelligent mess that has become an anti-racism sub-genre and a nice break from intense hardcore horror and action movies I enjoy watching. With that said, it didn't bore me, which really surprised me. Lakeview Terrace isn't perfect, It's not a work of art, but it's intelligent. I found it very much worth watching. Six out of ten.
1: Mm. Cool. So I've got three more comments to read, then you'll do your last two reviews, and I'll do my last two comments. Yeah. Um, Now keep in mind, uh, when I'm loud, that's when it's all caps. Thank you, Bartok. This is where I was born! Lakeview (laughs) Terrace, California! They actually made a movie about where I was born! Wow! (laughs) Ha ha ha! Man... Nice! (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Nice! That person's... Okay. WTF. So it's okay if a black guy screws a white girl, but if a white guy screws a black girl, holy F, the shit has hit the fan, lol. Come on, man, let them be, Sam. You so funny, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Sam. Come on, Sam. Sam. No punctuation there. Um, and one more before Ryan finishes his reviews. And, uh... I just want to remind everyone, this film was produced by Will Smith. Google says this movie has Will Smith in it. Does Google think any black hacker is Will Smith? Some racist they are. This is the third movie it's said so far. <laughs> Again, no punctuation. Uh, <laughs> is that the last one? Uh, for now, yes.
0: Read another one because I found out I have another review. I've
1: got, I've got the longest and the shortest. Length. Give us the
0: shortest. Because I'm enjoying this.
1: I don't like black cops. <laughs> That's it. <Yep>. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> okay, I have a seven-star review one here called "Surprisingly Different Than What I Expected" from two thousand and nine. Now, re- re- watch out, guys. This has spoilers. Okay, so watch Shit. out. Hold when I on. saw the trailers, I still didn't know what it was what it was supposed to be, so I wasn't interested. But when my brother recommended it to me, I decided I'd watch it. I watched it, and I was surprised. I thought it would be more generic, but it wasn't. I was glad to see that the issue in there, racism, wasn't used as most people would use it. It showed that there are more types of racism than just one. Also the acting was believable, the movie was chilling. Not scary, just chilling. Hmm. A thing I didn't like about it though was the ending, I thought they could at least work it out in some way, instead children were left fatherless. So the movie received a 7 out of 10 for being a little bit different, but not too different. And then we got a 10-star review on, guys. Yeah. This oh, is from 2009. It's called The Storyline. 10 stars. <laughs> okay. It is about time there was a storyline based on something so fresh and about, about the here and now. Let's face it. Interracial couples have been around forever and bad police officers have been around forever. At this point and time, someone was brave enough to touch on both character types and make a real story out his of it. His name is Neil Lebut. There is a nice twist in the story that does make you sit on the edge of your chair. Thank you to the writer for sticking his neck out on this one. Why are they acting like his whole career was going to take <laughs> wait, a wait, wait. Now remember, it's been reality for this review so far. Thanks for the right of sticking his neck out on this, uh, out there. Adult entertainment, nothing dry, weak nor fueled with warm and fuzzies. You have my vote. What? what? Was it last word? You have my vote.
3: Oh, now, that's the, end, wait,
0: wait, that's the end of that statement. Just, you have my vote. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, God. Poop happens. Most of us think it would happen if you had a successful couple. Whom, in oh, this is in brackets, whom could have been the color of green. <laughs> the issue, and then end brackets, the issue is character. And this movie told it. I will stop there and let the audience be the judge. Again, bravo! <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah. It started out like it was in our reality, but then it went to that parallel universe, and I've got the last one here. Yep. Now, it's it's great. I read it, and I'm like, Bartek, Bartek, is this from 2010 and from the country that we love reviews from? India. India. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, it's ten stars. It's got great movie and a must-see, and then in brackets, don't see the last half an hour if possible, in brackets. Oh, good yeah. job, Luke. Oh, okay. I give this movie ten out of ten. It is a very beautifully it is very beautifully directed. The black American police officer's <laughs> <laughs> character was very interesting. He might look a bit odd but with his point of view he was a (laughs) he was a Mr. Right Man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Right Man?
0: Isn't that an Like each The start of each one was a a capital as well so a proper Mr. Right Man. His style of expressing his dislike towards the interracial couple was great. Every moment of the interaction between him and the white written with an old cap by the way. Like, white neighbor was something new and interesting, which kept me attached to the movie, looking for the next interaction. The white man finds himself weaker and accepts (laughs) this fact deeply inside his mind. (laughs)
3: Deep inside his
0: mind. (laughs) But, still, the struggle of his hurt, hurted. He wrote hurt, and then, like, a line, an underscore, and then E.D., <laughs> <laughs> so his, So Is like the struggle of his, his, the struggle of his hurt ego to maintain his dignity was heart touching heart touching, not heart tugging. <laughs> oh, touched my heart. I was wondering how this movie might end. I thought maybe this man have uh, may. I thought maybe this man have some strong reasons of his past for his behavior, and maybe he will patch up with his neighbor at last. But as the movie moved towards the ending, everything started changing. He started doing things against his own ethics, like allowing bachelor parties in the middle of the night inside of his own house. Oh, this was something that did not suit his character. I was not aware that still... I was, I was not aware that still more surprises are awaiting me. <laughs> Suddenly, he started misbehaving, leaving... Oh, <laughs> but he's Mr. It. Right Man! <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's like Dudley D.
0: Wright, except... Like misbehaving, one. leaving his decency... leaving his decency
2: decency.
0: and becoming a, this is all caps, and becoming a MONSTER and KILLER. He started behaving without any logic and it became difficult for me to believe that he is the same character that I saw before sometime. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) I I would rate the last 30 minutes one out of ten or zero out of of ten if that is allowed.
1: I don't know is it allowed? He needs
0: permission. <laughs> actually, actually I thought of reviewing this movie immediately after I finish watching it, but I got so dejected that <laughs> I decided not to see it again. So, I would suggest I would suggest definitely watching this movie because it's worth seeing because of its excellent direction and storyline, but don't watch the last 30 minutes. Yeah. That's the end. Okay. Uh, that was great. But he was Mr. Right, man. <laughs> Mr. He got right dejected. Man. It was touching heart.
1: It was Mr. Wrong. Heart, guy. heart touching. Alright, so my last comment, and this is the longest one, but it's not that long. <clears throat> That's good. This movie is about as heartwarming as United '93. As a white man, the dollar store Denzel Samuel Jackson performance <laughs> was <laughs> rage Dollar store Denzel? <sighs> Holy shit. Ah, <laughs> Denzel Washington, I imagine. The part played by Patrick Wilson should have should have been performed by someone who looks like Woody Allen like dude after what? Like sorry. The part played by Patrick Wilson should have been performed by someone who looks like Woody Allen like dude after, <laughs> like, yeah. like Allen, like dude after Dollar Store Denzel tells you, "Hey, I ain't down with the mixed couple find a new home. You tell your fucking wife that dude's an ignorant fucking racist. Not, oh, he may not be down with our relationship type. Is that the same thing? I don't know what happened to then. <laughs> After the party where he tells the wife about the butts... The <laughs> Oh, the cigarette butts. What, what movie is he describing? <laughs> after the party where he tells the wife about the butts and Patrick Wilson confronts him after he should have dropped an N-bomb, what? and after the AC is fucked up, get cameras. Movie stunk, screenwriting is terrible. Patrick Wilson was miscast as he could fuck Sam Jackson up, and Sam Jackson did what he had to do for this shit movie. I only blame the writers, director, and producers for this hunk of crap. This hunk of crap. Wow. And I should mention, I didn't include it here, but there were a lot of responses to this comment agreeing that uh, he should have called Sam Jackson, what was it, uh, an N-bomb. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Wow.
1: That's okay. So So that was of, it, huh? Yeah, that's all the... Well,
0: thank um, you, the internet. Once again... And thank you Samuel Jackson. I mean a lot of people have to say a lot of stuff about you and you're worth being talked about. Mm-hmm. You guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful, superfluous, listening people. It has been a pleasure to have you on Luke as thank always. You. And Bartek, you are always keeping me on your toes with your with your with your dog knowledge. And 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 you know, but of this- course This is a movie worth checking out. Um, You know, you guys have been fantastic and great, as mentioned. You know, this is the part where I'm like, hey, if you want to leave a, a suggestion for a movie feel free to. We have a Facebook page called Spin Polish Presents. If you haven't already, like that page and drop us uh, drop us a comment or two, you know? you know? We don't know if there's a movie that you want us to check out. We may have never seen Lakeview Terrace and never done it before, you know? Who knows? There might be one you're sitting there going, when are they gonna do that one? And we're never going to if you don't tell us. We may. We never know. So, um, you guys, as always, remember to be kind to each other.
1: And uh, look at the time, it's time for Who Wants To Be A Millionaire. Uh. Everyone, today we have Luke on, and it's his 15th question, the million dollar question. Luke, how are you feeling? I feel conflicted. Conflicted? Well, you haven't used any of your lifelines. you're a very smart boy. You're going to get that million dollars, and you could use that million dollars to make your own Rosie from the Jetsons. You know I think I'll make my (laughs) own podcast series and buy you guys out. Ah, Cool, we'll get the money back. (laughs) Alright, Luke, are you ready for the final question? I am. Okay, question. In the Battle of Sekigahara, Ieyasu Tokugawa led the Western Army. Is it A, true, B, false, C, a little bit, or D, macho man by the village people? I think it is D, Bartek. Well, remember, you have your three lifelines. I think it is D, Bartek. Are you sure you don't want to use I any of the lifelinings? I think it is D, Bartek. Was that 50-50? <laughs> I think it is D. Was that call a friend? Oh my god, I can't. I don't issues. think he has any friends to call. Oh, Doesn't? I think it is D. But why aren't you using your lifelines? I think I am making him a... I
0: really can't wait to use Luke <laughs> saying I think D. it is D to edit it together into whatever I want. A rap. Right, do I'm giving rap?
1: him offers to continue the skit, but he's not taking any. He said D. D. Give him the D. 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 Give D. him the oh. D. Give Luke the D. Give it to him!
0: Shove the D down his throat so he can feel it wiggling around in his stomach! Give Luke the damn D in his damn D hole!
1: Yeah, this has been fun. He likes macho, men. Is that the answer? No, it isn't. What's well, the answer? But well, he, has, he didn't say final answer, so. Final answer? You want to use a lifeline or something? My final
2: answer is I can't wait for the
1: next podcast. That's not in any of the options. Jeez, I thought, you know, we'd had some fun with call a friend, but he didn't call a friend. Luke
0: just really, really, really wanted the D.
1: Okay, he's not gonna buy us out. He picked Macho Man by the village people for a true or false question. The answer was false. Hey, the end. He led the Eastern Army.
2: The end.